What's Your Position podcast may contain adult themes, sexual discussions, and strong language. We want everyone to be educated, but we are intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Live from WIP Studios in Huntington Beach, California, this is What's Your Position. On today's show, we talk about Talk with Abe, LGBTQ mental health advocate. In the studio, also, Husband Weller. What do bungee jump... Bungee jumpers and gay men have in common. They'll both be in big trouble if the rubber breaks. <laughs> and now your host, Ashley Weller. Uh, to be fair, I didn't write that. Ashley Weller. <laughs> Welcome, fellow humans, <laughs> to another episode of What's Your Position podcast. That was a good one. It was the first. I was like, oh, that's it. Copy, that's paste. Done. The end. God, I, th- I thought I was gonna have to have an answer for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he always. He's, comes, all, he's, all, he's like, wait, what? Uh, <laughs> what do they have in common? Already, I'm on the spot. <laughs> um. I thought you said this was at the end. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> welcome, fellow humans, to another full frontal with "What's Your Position" podcast. We're joined today by Abe, who I may or may not have found on BuzzFeed. Unofficial sponsor. Uh, can I do a quick BuzzFeed? Please. All right. Uh, I was scheduled to first AD a series of web stuff the week COVID shut down. Oh. I walked into the studios and they're like, yeah, we're done. Like, go home. And they still paid me. Well, the whole right. week. Go BuzzFeed. Good for so that, I, I want to go back. I want to help. I'm like, you guys pay Y'all, me can you guys rehire me? Can yeah, you exactly. do that again? Can no, I, do, can I not work and get job. paid? Thank good you. food over there. Did they pay you, Abe? Absolutely not. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a first AD first. Great, great. Uh, well, I found you on BuzzFeed. So I follow BuzzFeed religiously um, as a trusted news source. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that. I, I follow them for a lot of different reasons. They've got great recipes. They've got great personal interest stories. And they do report on some news that sometimes is not being reported on in the popular news channels that we all unfortunately have to watch. And one day I was scrolling through Instagram as one does when they're in bed. And I came across this story of a man who was found out. I don't know how, I I don't know how to word this properly. So I'm going to word it in the way that I remember reading it. I found about I found a story about a guy who went on TikTok and told a story about how he cheated on his wife and after 3 weeks of being married his wife found out he was cheating on her with another man because this man had been gay his entire life and because he was raised in an evangelical Christian um, very very strict puritan culture he had no idea how to express his true identity um, how to be the person he really was and he got caught up in a relationship with another man and his wife of three weeks found out and they got divorced but the rainbow intentional pun at the end of this story is that this human being is now happily married and living his best life 
as the person he's supposed to be. And it was such a heartwarming and beautiful story. I immediately reached out to this person. And so he is joining us today. His name is Abe and he is here. And I have been hyping this man up. I've been texting with him. He gave me his phone number. <laughs> he trusted me with his phone number. And <laughs> we've been texting and we're now best friends. And I'm going to go to Tennessee and hang out with you and your two you giant should. horse dogs. I'm you so should. very excited. Abe, <laughs> Welcome to What's Hello. Your Position. Hello. Thank and you thank for you for me. being No, thank you for being here. Cause how big did you Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna How stop. big? How big how is big? it? <laughs> so how big did you get? How <laughs> So before the BuzzFeed episode, you're on TikTok, right? And mm-hmm. you are more on TikTok than Instagram. Is that a fact? Um well Historically, no. I had been on Instagram for a long time, and I hadn't been on TikTok uh, until actually very, very recently. I started making TikTok videos back in maybe September, August, September, late, late August, early September of 2022. Oh my god! I'm like so, so early to the party. I'm so fucking excited. Yeah, girl. Yeah. This, this is this is new said. for me. It was an accident, and also I was on that train for a long time of like, oh, I don't know TikTok. That's for the kids. I don't know what I'm doing. I certainly am not going to make any videos. And then I couldn't stop using it as like a (laughs) user, you know. And I was like, fuck it, whatever. I'm going to try to do this because I see people making these videos that are very helpful for me, like in my in my mental health journey in general. So you know, whatever. Fuck it. I'm going to start. you know, telling some silly stories about my dating history. Uh, And then one day I made this story that I I promise you, I had no idea would turn out to be what it turned out to be, which is the one that you introed about Mm -hmm. my ex-wife. And then it kind of just took off from there. So So you told a TikTok story in three parts, right? Yeah, three three major parts. And then I- Three major parts. Yeah, it's just become like that's sort of all I talk about now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> on right? there, but yeah, yeah. But if you want to go and watch these TikToks, what is your TikTok handle so people can go watch the 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 video heard around the world? Yeah, it's coming of Abe. Like coming of age, but <laughs> Wait, Abe. how do you spell coming? <laughs> I made the mistake of four years ago when I created that handle of not spelling it the way that it would Damn have been it! much funnier. Um, unfortunately it's like the correct Christian mm. spelling. So, <laughs> mistake, Satan. Hail Satan. The pure, <laughs> Literally, the purity, the purity way of saying coming. It's the pure way. Uh huh. Coming of Abe. So, if you want to go and see these videos that we are talking about, go to TikTok and go to Coming of Abe, and watch this series of videos that you sent out to the world, just as a helpful way of saying, "Hey, this happened to me. I did this. This this is what took place." And here's how it can help other people. And when did BuzzFeed reach out to you? So the video, TikTok is kind of weird where the video will be published for a while and then maybe like a week or two later, it'll start blowing up again. So that's kind of what happened. It had like one big wave where I got maybe about 400,000 views on it. And then all of a sudden, like two weeks later, it jumped to where it's at now, which is like almost 3 million views. And that's when TikTok reached out to me. It was very random. Um, And so, yeah, um, I I would say three weeks maybe after I made the video. And then you you got a call from BuzzFeed. You did a BuzzFeed interview. And 
How many followers did you garner from that BuzzFeed interview? Do you think? Yeah, Instagram, a few, probably three thousand. You know, but TikTok is again kind of weird. They don't really people don't you gain a lot of followers by making content there. So I don't, I don't mm. know that the the article translated to a lot of TikTok followers per se, but Instagram people will reach out to me much more frequently and That's pop in my pop in my DMs. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, that. very similar to what you did. And um, we'll just be like, hey, I really appreciated your story. Some people will tell me exactly what's happening to them right now, that they're stuck in a relationship Aww. like this. I mean, hundred literally hundreds of people have messaged oh me god. similar stories yeah a little bit overwhelming to be honest but um oh my god yeah uh yeah so like, so. send you these stories and they're like help me and you're like uh, for real my story. That, it's ex- <laughs> yeah like not to be an ass but i'm i'm like yeah just you're gonna have to watch the story and also in all seriousness it's kind of your own journey like i don't want to pretend right. to be able to i'm not a therapist in any way like everybody's story and where they came from their religious background whatever is so specific that oh yeah it's very very difficult for me to be able to actually give advice other than something as simple as you need to do your best to be true to yourself right. which sounds so cliche so, but it's true it's not but on that note i'm gonna get into my tip oh, shit. of yep. Give me. Yep. the yep. day <laughs> just the tip it's just the tip it's just the tip. It's just the tip. It's just for a second. There we go. Woo. It's so good. Tip of the day. Now, for regular listeners, this is going to shock you. For first time listeners, this is not normal. I have one tip. And that tip is go to fucking therapy. Go to fucking therapy? No, not <laughs> not fucking therapy. therapy not therapy fucking? about. It's not therapy about fucking. I that's what this podcast uh-huh. is. It's uh-huh. I mean, go to therapy. Go to fuck. Go go, go to pe- go to therapy. Fuck. Fuck. Or you fuck. Go to therapy. Go to therapy. That's <laughs> it. That's my tip. Yeah. Can you elaborate, Abe? Because I know. You had told me in your um, bio that therapy saved your life. Can you maybe elaborate on how after, because I mean, I'm sure that you, I'm going to guess that you were not in therapy when you got married to your wife. Am I correct? Correct. Okay. And then I'm also going to guess that when your wife found out about your affair with another man, you were not in therapy at that point either. Correct. How long between you coming out to your wife and to yourself, uh, I guess, in like a a real sense of Mm -hmm. acceptance of your own Mm -hmm. self, how long did it take you to start therapy? Uh, The short answer is it took me about a year. So I, I left my wife in September of 2014 um, after so the three week period happened where we were married for three weeks she found out I was still talking to this guy and I spent the next like two and a half months living with her and honestly trying to like I, I, I say that I 
at the time I had no idea what I was really doing, but I was trying Mm -hmm. to tread water and find a way. I knew it was over, you know, like I I knew that there was no coming back from that, but she, she didn't know that. And she was hoping that there was a part of me that would want to make it work. And a lot of our marriage revolved around heavy Christianity, like we talked, like you mentioned earlier. And so there was a lot of, let's talk to a pastor, let's do couples counseling, yada, yada, yada. Um, pray, you know, whatever. So, uh, pray the game away. As if, yeah, as as if I hadn't, God damn it. No. As if you hadn't spent your entire life, (laughs) as if you hadn't woken up when you were five, six, seven, eight, nine, realizing like Uh every single day, something's different, something's off. I know that when they talk about like, uh, sin I feel like this is me I feel like I need to pray I feel like I need to I I'm right there with you Abe like literally I wanted to fuck when I was like 15 16 years old when I was told I would go to hell if I fucked oh, absolutely. or masturbate absolutely absolutely like, and so you went did you go to these therapists these Christian counselors no there there were a couple bizarre things that I look at now as like like I would I would do these little things where I would let her know like what Bible verses I was reading to let her know that I was kind of like trying to keep it going and that I we of course had many conversations too where I was honestly stuck in survival mode where I was like I need to be able to figure out how I'm going to leave this marriage. My family has no idea that any of this is happening. Her family certainly doesn't. So only her and I are living in this like hell. We just got married. So people think we're, you know, thrilled and super happy. Um, I'm also 21 years old. So looking back, I'm like, Jesus, I'm a fucking baby. A baby. And a a moron at that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Your your brain's not even developed. Your brain's not not even fucking. For sure the person you're going to be for sure. For sure. So, so I, I wind up three months later and again, there's a TikTok video about this. So you guys just go listen there. But I, three months later say to her, look, this really, this needs to be over. I've tried, this is never going to be whatever. And I said it in a much kinder way and it was, it broke, it broke my heart. <laughs> I would hope It really so. was horrible. No, but also I, take care of yourself. Like also. Yeah. I mean, no, it was actually like, for sure, the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. I, I, uh, you sort of have to admit to someone in that moment that you've just made like one of the most violent mistakes to yourself, but also to her, um, and wasted so much time and money, uh, and emotion and love and and honesty and it's just it was very complicated. Did she ever grasp that you lived in a fucking prison for twenty one years? Did she ever? come to terms with that idea i you know i don't i don't like to speak to her experience too too much only because i don't know we have never been able to really talk but what i will say is she was not raised the way that i was she only started going to church because Because i did Uh yeah and she was sweet a wonderful person but wasn't raised in evangelical like super strict baptist southern christianity the way that i was right so her involvement in church was only because of me i think now especially after a a year and a half ish ago her and i had a really wonderful conversation she's since remarried and has a baby um and and she communicated some really beautiful things to me about how much better of a mother 
she is able to be now because of the experience she had with me. She's able wow. to, you know, be, be an affirming mother in a way like that, you know, unfortunately I didn't necessarily have. And That's so huge. I, yeah. it, oh, it's so huge. It was the biggest gift. I was sitting there like bawling because she I, just yeah, texted me I'm out of the blue cry. one day. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. She, it was crazy. And, um, yeah, so I don't, so wait, I don't, when did you ahead. start personal therapy for yourself? So once I left her, I moved to Nashville and then it took me at least a year to get to a place where I realized, okay, I, I had been come out to like my friends, my family about six months after that, I got to an emotional place where I felt so distraught and alone that mm. therapy had never crossed my mind. And I developed a good friend network at that point who were able to be like, well, why don't you try therapy? Like you, you need to go see a therapist. Obviously you've been through some really bizarre stuff. Um, it's time. So, so that is the beginning. Uh, I saw a therapist for about two years, um, not the same therapist I see now. And she, that therapist at the time served a very different role in my life than the one now. She I was... actually am a big proponent of people changing therapists. Just side note, yeah. I don't feel like you should keep a therapist for longer. Like, what, do call, what do you call it when you have multiple partners? Or like you're... Polyamorous. Polyamorous therapy. Polyamorous therapy. There you it's, go. It's serial That's monogamy. actually great. Yeah, it's serial monogamy therapy. Like I, I truly appreciate when a therapist is in my life for a season I don't mm -hmm. need a therapist to be in my life for a lifetime, right? Because mm -hmm. I'm going to change as a person. And what that's I'm doing. That's that guy over there. Yeah. This that's, is my. That's your lifetime therapist. This is my lifetime there. therapist True. right here. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. my my seasoned therapists are the ones that come into my life when I'm dealing with mental breakdowns because I'm getting my master's degree and COVID has hit. <laughs> or, right. you know, I need a rejuvenating experience on anxiety and how to deal with the pressures at work. And mm -hmm. I, I kind of feel like we get too comfortable with our therapists a little bit. Like they know a lot about us and they become Com a little friendly. Completely. completely. And when they become a little you. friendly, I sort of feel like it's time to say, I'm going to find another therapist because this shouldn't exactly. be friendly. This should be professional it should be also in a way it needs to be critical and the my first therapist was an older woman who i very much loved her and she was a queer woman so i felt very safe sharing oh, what great. was hap happening to me at the time that's what you needed and then. i needed her then but and she was also able to i i was in such a dark low place with my self-esteem my oh. self-confidence i had been I, I thought so negatively about myself was that there a point, I needed. Was there a point, Abe, when it got to the darkest of the darkest? Later, mm. later. Actually, not then. I think I think I was a little bit more in the fight or flight that was happening mm -hmm. for me then was really fight, not mm -hmm. so much okay. uh, anything other than that. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. So yeah, so she became a little bit too motherly and, and I needed that at the time. I needed someone to like really just love on me and help me build that self-confidence. But tell like you, you said, it was okay. Tell you everything you were feeling was valid. Telling you valid. everything you're feeling is normal. Other people are experiencing this. You are not alone. That, right. yes. What you want right. a mother to hear say. Yeah. And I never had that. So, right. so then once we got past that after two years, she, it was too friendly. It was too mm -hmm. motherly. And I needed someone to look at me and be like, okay, Hey, 
you're drinking two bottles of wine a night, you need to fucking stop. Uh, let's get your shit together. <laughs> I need yeah. someone to be honest with me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, you know, I, I treat my therapist that I see now who I've had for five years. She's kind of like my PCP. Like she knows everything about me. She knows yeah. my story and we check in regularly. But uh, I love kind of the polyamorous therapy situation that sounds great <laughs> i also have a psychiatrist for different yeah. things you know right for other yeah. things yeah yeah um let's go ahead and get into the statistic okay of the day drum roll oh, sorry i was adding songs oh yeah we're adding songs not, not on mm. social media or anything people watching videos <laughs> <laughs> i'm working over here here we go are you on tiktok <laughs> no i am not it's the start of the day Wait, is what is what your position on TikTok? Uh, no. Do we need to be? Probably, but I'm not. I don't have time. We're not for there that. yet. We're too old. I um, can't. I can't. Maybe Abe can help. <laughs> You'll be our yes. TikTok correspondent. TikTok correspondent. You are Abe. missing out. Uh, amid changing religious landscapes, there has been a declining percentage of Americans who identify as Christian in the United States. What percentage of Christians say homosexuality should be accepted by society? What percentage of Christians say homosexuality should be accepted by society? And sadly, Abe, you're the guest mm. and you have to go first. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to go first. Um, <laughs> so my initial guess is it's got to be below i think it's got to be below like 10 percent. oh i was gonna go much higher so you're saying t do you want to give me an, uh, an actual number do you want me to just say less than well 10%? well you, let me make sure i understand the question you're mm -hmm. you're saying what percentage of christians are like cool gay people are gay people are fine Yes. That's what, what you're saying, right? percentage of Christians today polled in 2022. You, and you're going to have a much different experience with this than I would because I was not brought up. In, this in was done law. by the Pew Research Center, which is yeah, one you're... of my go 2022. 2022. Okay. Not that kind of Pew. <laughs> this is this okay. 2022. Okay. What percentage of Christians uh -huh. say that homosexuality should be accepted? Okay. Uh, man, okay, I'm about to be real nerdy and wonder if, the, are, are we talking about affirming churches or did they interview people here? But if not, I'm just going to go I with 10%. I'm, I'm going to go with 10% because 10%. I, I have not, I have not seen more than that percentage of churches that are affirming, let alone people. Correct. So you also that's kind live, of where I'm at. You also live in Tennessee. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say our, our experiences are so much different because I was brought up not religious and we live on the West Coast. And I think yeah, that's things true. are a lot different here, especially Long Beach, having a very large gay population. Abe, right. you've LA. got to come to Long Beach for Long Beach Pride. Yeah, like, you if you come out here for Pride, I will go with you and be your guide. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming. Come on. Come on. All right. Am I going? Is it coming yeah, with it's, you? It's coming with turn. you. I'm going to go. I'm going to go 30. 30? Husband Kevin Weller. In 2022, 30. Says 30%. Robert Maine, I already know what your fucking that's, number is. That's the world I want to live in. Uh, uh -huh. Kevin at 30%. That seems like a good number. I'm okay with that. Like mm -hmm. a third of the religions are 
Not the religion. Sorry, Christians. Just you Christians. Know, at least the Christians. <laughs> yeah, whoa. There's, there's... Whoa. <laughs> yeah. like, we'll, get, we'll get there one day. <laughs> I feel like we're going to be surprised. Right? Okay. Are we going to be surprised, babe? I, I don't give. I look at my poker face. Who wins poker all the time? Yeah, yeah your right. face is not what, giving what anything do you think away. My answer, what do you think my answer is going to be? 69. That's no, always not. what you say. It's not. <laughs> It's not going to be that. That's okay. too. That's way too high. All right. You think? I think. I don't know what you think. But you always say sixty-nine or no, six point nine. I'm going. Wait. God, they beat me to the punchline. God. Yeah. Six point nine. Six point. Getting to that percent. Okay. Oh it's man. Called, it's called comedy. <laughs> okay. We're coming back to it at the end. Abe, don't let me forget. This is on you. Oh crap. That's right. We don't get to know. This oh, is God. On okay. you. I got it. I got it. Oh, it's right. our own little game. No, it's uh, according to, and this is a fun website that I found. Are you ready for this? I Pornhub. <laughs> no. Buzzfeed. It's actually worse. <laughs> Can you play the the Pornhub? Can you play the sound clip Pornhub right sound clip? It's like two seconds long. All right. Ah. I know, but everybody knows what that sound is. I love is. that sound though. Just play. Have you, it. Heard that, have you seen that video of like the marching band guy play it in the middle of like a basketball <laughs> game and everyone laughs? Because <laughs> everybody's like, everybody now is like, yeah, I know exactly what that is. All right. Say what you're gonna say, and I'll bring okay. this, okay. this According clip. to GayHusbands.com. Which is an actual fucking website, by oh the way. Okay. There are over 4 million women in this country who are either currently or have been married to a gay man. Now. Oof. Ouch. That's an oof, right? That's a big oof. And mm-hmm. these women, uh, not they're not all like saying that it was a bad thing or that they're angry they're, none of them i didn't look into the the statistics i actually couldn't find statistics on how many um lgbtq individuals got married to a heterosexual individual and then left that marriage i couldn't that's a really specific statistic however i will say infidelity in evangelical christian marriages is identical in statistics to that of non-religious marriages and actually in some instances is higher Mm, i don't doubt it but so about 34 to 48 percent of evangelical christian marriages will experience infidelity and about 90 percent of the time it is the man who is the uh, adulterer um Statistics show that there is anywhere between 20 to 40 percent of all marriages that experience infidelity. And a majority of the time, it is the man who, who is the one who is doing the cheating. Most of the time, the reasons for the infidelity is sex based. And I think that when we look at evangelical Christian marriages and we see infidelity, and we see sex being the reason for the infidelity, I think it's because evangelical Christian churches teach people, uh, there's a Bible verse, Abe, I'm not sure if you are aware of it, but it says, do not look upon your naked body when you bathe. And so you're not even supposed to look at yourself in the shower. I don't know how you're going to clip your toenails. I don't know how you're going to shave. I don't know how you're going to fucking do anything if you don't. You, what are you, closing your eyes in the fucking shower? Like It's just absurd. It's, a, it's absurd. How it's absurd. does anyone live in this religious view of the human body, right? This beautiful vessel, this beautiful fucking vessel that we're given as creatures of this earth. 
And however you believe that we got here, whether it be the aliens or some omnipresent force or uh, that we crawled out of pond scum, which is where I'm at, um, I don't understand the absolute disgust for the human body. What's your fucking take? I agree. Me? Um, yes, okay. Abe, you. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Here um, we go. So, let me think. I There's so much. I, I think there are a lot of answers to that. First of all, I don't care about the Bible whatsoever. Okay. I don't. I think Ooh, the Bible. I like this guy. Yeah. The Bible. We stand you, Abe. We stand like, you. It's just, like, fine. Okay, it exists. It's a it's book. It's a book. Cool. A bunch of people. A million times, uh, and has... all from cover okay. to cover, I had mm. to, and yeah. and you know there are some things in it that are great, whatever, like that are somewhat poetic. Neighbor. And I just talked to um, someone about this recently, where like, you know, Jesus, the the person who the whole religion, the only human person that really represents the religion, right? When he's when whenever he speaks in the Bible. I, he never talked about gay people. He didn't nope. talk about your body sure and how you shouldn't didn't. look at it. He didn't say, don't ever look at your body when you're bathing or whatever. Mm. Uh, so what he did talk about, though, was greed and loving money and loving your neighbor and, you know, what, whether or not you should um, care about the poor. He and who has that's how no he lived. sin cast the first stone. Mm-hmm. That's one mm-hmm. of my favorite fucking Jesus quotes. Yep. He who hath no sin cast the first stone because right. Jesus as a fucking human being understood that all of humanity is not without sin. We yeah. all have faults. We all do things that we wish we hadn't done. We all have regrets. We all have moments of greed, moments of selfishness, moments of of jealousy. And it's okay. That's mm-hmm. okay. As long as you're willing to say, hey, I fucked up. I did a thing. Right. I, I did a thing. Can somebody help me undo the undo the, the thing that I did? Mm-hmm. It is these other fucking dudes who write about their fears. It's also in the Bible. Actually, I have some. <laughs> Bring it up. Bring it up. Bring the receipts. Scripture? I do Show have us the scripture. receipts. Oh, I've got some receipts. Um, Kevin, have you read the Bible? <laughs> Oh yeah, husband. <laughs> have you ever read the Bible? Absolutely not. Do yeah. you ever go to church? Mm, come on, you, I mean, like for funerals and stuff, right? Maybe my mom took me. I don't know, maybe like twenty times when I was a kid. You know, super, Kevin, super loose. You should read it just for fun at this point. This is my thing with the Bible. The only reason I I'm, took I took uh, like philosophy of religion classes oh. in college, different, mm-hmm. you know, philosophical yeah, you classes in college about <laughs> yeah, you, you did know, morals <laughs> and ethics. So I. <clears throat> So I definitely have read parts, but uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know if I want to watch. I don't know if I, that's a big. The only reason I'd read the Bible is to be better on Jeopardy. <laughs> does does the Bible so many fucking Jeopardy categories? That's a useful and reason. I, and I go. I don't it's a completely Nana, valid reason. Nana knows. I go. Go to Nana. I know. Or it's or, or my go to answer is Job. Just like Job. Yeah. There's nothing that in Job. But there's nothing in uh, Job. Like, but it's Job. But you pronounce it Job. Psalms yeah, is my real. favorite Bible book of all time. It's so joyful. So happy. 
Um, that's pretty much the only Bible book that I refer back. It's all songs. It's all just songs about rock and roll, yeah. baby. It's all rock and roll. Are there pictures <laughs> in the Bible? Because that's pretty there much the no. only <laughs> only book that I would <laughs> read as if it had pictures. In no it. pictures. A- Amen. Yeah. No <laughs> pictures. Um, so there's not a lot of Bible verses that actually touch upon homosexuality. Here's a fun fact: the word homosexual mm. wasn't actually coined until the 1800s. So when the Bible was written, homosexuality actually could not have been a thought that they were having when they wrote uh, thou shalt not lay with another man so there was actually very contextual shit happening in those chapters of the bible so in leviticus there was actually a raid taking place in the capital and at a castle and so they were saying you can't take slaves and fuck them you can't fucking do that. Like, I don't care if they're women. I don't care if they're men. You cannot fuck another man or else you are breaking the law. So when they say man, it's referring to just like mankind. Mankind. Ah, Human. Because oh, I never knew that. Human. Because they don't acknowledge females. Still, to this day, I don't have fucking pockets. Yeah, yeah, amen. So, yeah. like, <laughs> so that when, is they, a say, hot button issue when my they say man, I need pockets. I need them. I have to carry oh, these rocks. New, these, these new uh, pants I Jesus. have have the deepest pockets. Too deep. Abe, whenever we go on vacation. Pocket of quality. I, I collect rocks whenever we go on vacation. Okay. And yeah. I have to stuff them down my shirt and then tuck my shirt in so that <laughs> because I don't have pockets. Do you know what it's like going through an airport security <laughs> checkpoint? <laughs> When your wife has a bag of fucking rocks. I love rocks. We were in maybe Malta. We were leaving and they pulled the bag of rocks out of her like carry on and they looked at her and they started speaking to each other. It was and Croatia. I could, I'd, and yeah. Were... And I could, I could tell they were saying something about national parks. So they're basically saying this fucking lady is stealing our fucking rocks <laughs> and she's trying to take them on a plane. What do we do? Like they were so confused. Like, and I at her saw and the distress like, and I was like, I just like rocks. I collect them and I make arts and crafts out of them. And they laughed at me and they were like, go ahead, go ahead, crazy lady. Whatever, American. <laughs> Do what you're going to yeah, do on Etsy. And Americans. then we got to America and they literally had like shotguns at, like they were like, what is this? And I'm like, it's rocks. Like I just want them rocks. Oh, of anyway, course. I just yeah. like pockets. And so, yes, the Bible is referring to. Wow, it went from rocks mankind. to pockets to the Bible. <laughs> the oh. Bible is referring to mankind, not man. And so oh, yeah. when it says thou shalt not lay with a man, it means mankind wow. in Leviticus, mm. right? I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't there know that either. There are other passages in the Bible that are very context heavy. And so it's about what was taking place in that kingdom at that time and the laws that were in place at that time. It is not saying homosexuality is a sin because homosexuality wasn't a fucking term until like 200 <laughs> years ago. Literally. I, I get so angry when people are like, it says that homosexuality is a sin in the Bible. And I'm like, show me. Well, I mean, and it just, you know, show religion, me with the pictures. religion changes over time, right? Like the oh, Catholic yeah. Church just finally said, hey, priests, you guys got to stop banging kids. You got to stop having sex with the children. Because like, public gotta opinion stop, said, guys. got to stop doing and that. And so they're like, oh, OK, this is really looking mm, bad for us. Okay. So, I mean, <laughs> most people, I think over time will be like, OK, this is. This is ridiculous. Why are we harping on this, beating this dead horse? We just need to be inclusive and love one another. I would think that as a religion, you would want as many, because religion is money, right? Like that's what religion boils down to now, today. For sure. Religion back in the day was about 
you know, worshiping, whatever religion you are. And, and they all have the same story. There's a savior. There's a uh, someone who, you know, comes out of the sky. There's a virgin. There's a, and whatever. They're sky all daddy. Very, sky daddy. There's big sky daddy vibes. <laughs> sky daddy, daddy vibes for sure. Yeah. And it's it so blows my mind that we have in this country specifically taken the Bible as this like constitutional doctrine. And even though in the same fucking paragraph where it says, do not lust after women, do not lust after women, men do not lust after men. So it actually says both women do not lust after women. Men do not lust after men. Men do not cut your hair or shave your beard in the same sentence right but we're just going ahead and saying that being gay is wrong but Mm -hmm. all of us are allowed to get fresh fucking cuts every four weeks and look fly like we are picking and choosing i'm not well it also it says no tattoos as well it also says no don't eat shellfish Uh, nothing bottom eater do not modify do not modify your body mark your skin or something yeah Yeah. yes do yo yeah tattoos have been around since the dawn of time around in the middle east though i know like the lines and stuff oh absolutely yeah for sure and it's i learned something new every day but these people who wrote this read your bible it's They're Sorry, like how the, dare you. they're like the Tucker Carlson's of today. So if you take Tucker Carlson's sure. book as your like, imagine if um, the turtle, what's the turtle's name? The Senate Minority Leader, uh, Raphael, Mitch McConnell, McConnell. Mitch McConnell, McConnell. The, turtle. the turtle, and Chris Christie, and fucking Tucker Carlson, and Donald Trump all wrote chapters of a book, and you fucking believed it. That's what the Bible is. I don't like burning yeah. books, but can I burn that? You burn book? the fuck out of that okay. book. I'll help you. I'll light them all on fire. Sweet. It's it, <laughs> <laughs> very Fahrenheit four fifty one right here. Right? That's terrible. I there, just that that world is too close to actually happening. So let's not. Speak I know. That into existence. Okay. okay. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, that's fair. Robert, can you can you edit that out? Oh, very easily. <laughs> very easily. I don't want to manifest that shit. Right. Uh, I'm just saying that there is quite a bit of evidence. Um, when one actually is a scholar of the Bible and they go through, um, I went to this, I went to a website uh, for Christians who are in the LGBT community. Um, did you ever go visit that? Did you ever visit any websites to kind of help you navigate your religion and your sexuality? For me, it was more of a letting go of my religion. I knew that I was only tied to my religion out of a fear that I needed to go to heaven. So as soon as I sort of let go of my section, the the need to be closeted, I uh, there. God, this might sound horrible to some people, but there wasn't much of a need for God or religion at that point because Mm -hmm. I was able to find what I felt had been. I've been so ostracized by religion. I didn't really want a part of it anymore after yeah. that. Um, so, so it wasn't no. something you, you felt you needed to hold on to or dive deeper well, into another realm of you were just done. I was done. But also when you spend three days a week for your entire life until you're 18 being told you're going to go to hell, you don't want anything to do with it anymore. You know, right, you're too traumatized. You're like, so 
Yeah, because you're like, well, you guys didn't want me anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah. You've I just been telling me my whole life. Too I'm traumatizing. And I'm going to hell, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was done. We're going to take a. Uh, no, no, actually, I just saw the time, and I want to take a quick break because when... I was playing Lose Your Religion. <laughs> no, this song, though, actually came out when I... So, Abe, you and I share a lot in common um, as far as the type of household we were raised in and the uh, behaviors that we were engaging in. I was not a gay man. Still, I'm not. What? Um, what? <laughs> no, it's crazy. Uh, I don't know. But the that. questions I was <laughs> questions I was asking and the behaviors I was engaging in um, as a normal 17 year old person were deemed so unholy and so yeah. sinful um, that I I prayed every single night before bed, dear yep. God, please let me have sex before the world ends because the rapture, Abe. Clearly, oh, it's coming. For, the rapture's happening sure. tomorrow. For sure. Fucking tomorrow. For sure. Please let the me have sex. The fact that it hasn't happened already. I'm shocked. 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 Please let me have sex before I die, and please don't let me go to hell for having sex, was my prayer every single night. Because all I wanted to do yeah. was have sex. Like, yeah. I just was really yeah. excited about it. Uh, we're going to take a really <laughs> same. quick break. Same. Uh, same. And when we come back, I'm, I really want to discuss with you what evangelical Christianity looks like for a young gay man um, in the South. Um, What you went through as far as questioning yourself and your identity and the trauma that you endured over those years. um, What you tried to shut down, what you tried to stifle um, and how that possibly led to a mental breakdown for you. Yeah. It's going to be Sounds super good. dark, and I can't <laughs> wait for everyone to come back. That's what we're here for. <laughs> Join us. We'll be right back. Why has life become a plan to put some money in my head? When the love I really need is stupid cheap Stupid cheap What if who I hope to be was always me? Since 2014, Four Sons Brewing has been creating authentic craft beers, unique seltzers, and family-friendly locations throughout Huntington Beach. They are a pillar of our community, and we hope they become a staple in your home. Find them in Costco, Total Wine and Spirits, or online at foursonsbrewing.com, and by visiting one of their three locations. Make sure to tell them Ashley at What's Your Position sent you. Stay safe, stay kind, Stay sexy and cheers. You know the drill. You're making out. You start feeling your way downtown. One of you wants to make a move to Cunnilingusville, but you don't have protection. Dental dams are hard to use, hard to come by, and condoms taste like, well, condoms. Hundreds of millions of people worldwide have STIs that can be transmitted via oral sex. 
So let me introduce you to Laurels, a first-of-its-kind product that provides protection, sexy style, and comfort. And it tastes like vanilla. Laurels for protection are FDA-approved for STI protection during oral-based activities. And Laurels for pleasure are the perfect cross between sexy lingerie and kinky toys. These thin and incredibly stretchy single-use silky latex undies are worn during fingering, rimming, oral sex, tribbing, and more. Head over to mylaurels.com to get your four-pack today. Be sure to use my code for a discount at checkout. What's your position podcast? All one word. And remember, stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy with laurels. Welcome back, fellow humans. I just got head to toe goosebumps, Abe. That's a from the popper. From the popper. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know. <laughs> that is a beautiful song. Yeah, I've actually yeah. seen Bon Iver live. Um, yeah. And I saw him at the YouTube theater, Robert, at SoFi. I still gotta go. Bro, anytime you want to go, fucking let's go. He did this. It looked like a swamp, Abe. It was so cool. Mm. He hit, He hung like... Um, all this greenery all around the venue and then his band was like all throughout the floor and he had what looked like fireflies up at least 500 lights that were different heights and all flash over. Yep. at different times yep. so it was like fireflies in a swamp and he stood in the middle and like on a circular platform and then his uh, bass player stood on another platform that was a little higher, and his drummer yep. was on a platform that was a little lower. Oh, they and put the bass player higher than the drummer? I, I don't know. I don't know. Fuck? I don't know. I don't remember. But like the placement, anyway. like everybody, they weren't on the same that stage. Awesome. They, it felt no. like we were in a swamp, and cool. it was Ugh. murky and dark immersive. and green. It was very immersive. Yeah. yeah. And he does this, like he has these vocal effects on his mic, and he sings, yep. and everyone. Oh. It it's was, called auto tune. It is, but it was yeah. a yeah. very, but this it's a very like, different experience. If you use it's, it as it's like one, an instrument, right? Like if you use dude, it, as, I love T Pain as dude. a tool. He used it like fuck it, I'm going full blown. But yeah, right. he's using it even more. It's like he's like if you use it as a crutch, then that's <laughs> there you go. That's, I love but that. But if you use it crutch. as to enhance something that you're oh, already very so good smart. at, so good, absolutely. Husband. It's Can I different. find a female version of Kel- Kevin Weller, please? No, he does. <laughs> they don't exist. And not your sister, but they, like they you know don't. What I mean? No, because she's not even like <laughs> my, him. My That's sister true. is nothing like. She's him. nothing like him. Yeah. Like she's not even the female version of Kevin Weller. See, like she's half sister, so she got like probably my good qualities, and that's all that we share. Fair. And not my bad qualities. Fair. Because she's a very good person, very sweet, very kind, very intelligent. Abe. Welcome back to the Lost and Resistance podcast. We're talking Welcome back to What's Your Position. Abe, do you have brothers and sisters? Girl, I'm one of six. Oh, I'm one of seven. Oh, shit. See? Okay. Okay. (laughs) One upper? Okay. Yeah. Team evangelical Christians, except mine was broken as fuck. Were were your siblings all same mom, same dad? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that's C. No, you win. I no, you win. Mine were not. Um, yeah, that's the one thing my mother can't really falter. Well, I I can falter for it. I mean, for fuck's sake, why did you have six kids? But <laughs> she did it. Like she did that, and I don't know why, but she she did. And she because Jesus a told trooper. her. To. 
Well, yeah, but I think she liked having that many, like, on her own, which is psychotic, but she did. And she's good at it. Like, she's good at having babies, actually. (laughs) My mom was great at having babies. She was her best self when she was pregnant. She was not psycho. She was never sick. She was always very healthy when she was pregnant. She carried babies full term and then some. She gave birth to every child she was ever pregnant with. Like, she was built to make babies. And we're all pretty fucking attractive and pretty fucking smart. So she, like, made some pretty great human beings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just the person we came out of may not have been the best human, right? Sure, so, sure, 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 sure. Where sure. do you fall in the line of succession? I'm the third. I have two oh, older you sisters. Oh, poor little middle child. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You poor little thing. <laughs> uh, I have so two older sorry. sisters, though. And I'm 6'5". So, oh, and I, I don't mean 6'5". Okay, I have a thing about this. People lie about their height, and I don't know <laughs> yes, why. Yes, they do. Why would you lie about your height? Like it's because something girls you can quite literally like, measure. Because girls are like, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, if yeah. you're not six foot, yep, you can't ride this ride. Yep. <laughs> I see it on Tinder yeah. so Bumble all the fucking time. It's, it's got to be a straight. I think it's a straight male it must thing. Be. It's it's a straight thing. Because it's a straight and I don't think gay most, men do it's this. Recently, it's recently too. I've started to hear this like the last five years, maybe. Preach. And it's because of social mm-hmm. media, right? I, when I was when I was oh. younger. In high school, in college, yeah. I, I don't ever remember. Nobody girls ever asked their height. Six foot. I've whatever. never asked a man how tall he was. <laughs> but I always just say though. to women, I was like, "So how is uh, is is that tall guy keeping you out of poverty? Are you? Because I don't think six foot. I don't think that keeps you from poverty. Is his no. height? Uh-huh. Is his height giving you orgasms? Like, yeah. what is happening with the six feet? Apparently, Shaq has a tiny penis. I wouldn't That's doubt That's what it. I've heard. I, and, and for the ladies that are listening to this, there's only 15% of males that are in the United States that are six foot or higher. I'm sorry. Did Kevin Weller just come with stats? I was thinking of the So if you correct? break it down, if you I'm break that 15%. That <laughs> write it down, Abe. Write it down. If you break that 15% down to eligible to your age, Ashley. so... Can we 18 pl- to 35, I'm so right? Or, or right how, whatever you, so however I. old you are, right? <laughs> you are cut that, you him? cut that to seven and a half percent, and then you disperse that seven and a half percent out to the 50 states. Shit. And now you're looking at what? That's like about a half a percentage. You've made a monster, Holy Ashley. Fuck! What have I done? And then you geographically locate that to your city that you live in. So now you're really looking at about point oh two percentage of the population he's doing that a single female could actually be trying like rain man to find 0.02 percent of the male population that is available to her again uh-huh. can we get can we can, we, can i get you a wig right now so abe anyways be, being abe, six hi, five, uh i'm five two so i uh-huh. am the frodo to your gandalf so whenever Perfect. you decide to come out and hang out with me we're gonna uh-huh. cosplay Amazing, amazing. So, <laughs> well, I mentioned when, my height because it's it 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 made me seem. I I got a lot like of like the big um, brother. Exactly. Big. Like mm-hmm. yes, yes, honorably mentioned. Uh, <laughs> respect. <laughs> so, I I feel like an older child, almost like the oldest, because I was you, the oldest boy. But do you relate? Is so I'm going to ask a very sensitive question. When you came sure. out. Um, to your family I actually am not a fan of the term coming out it's not my term though so I guess I can't really argue with it well I didn't come out to them huh I was outed to my family ah oh yeah 
Yeah, which is a cute little story. So I don't know if you Great. want to go down so that path. So let's go ahead and tell that story. Yep. Nope. Okay, it's quick. It's really We're quick. taking that fucking path. Yeah, let's, let's do take that. that. It's that quick. So I moved to Nashville. I come home, you know, after I had lived in Nashville, I come home to Florida. My parents and all of my siblings live in Pensacola at the time. Most of them still do. Pensacola, Florida. So they live on the beach or near the beach. Yeah, ich is right. And I love um, our Florida it's listeners. A pretty, I love you. I love you, Florida. It's a pretty beach. Ooh. It's a pretty beach. But that is where we draw the line. Other than that, mm. it's Alabama. And Representative <laughs> Matt Gates is from there. And if you know anything about oh, Matt no, Gates, no, he's horrible. No, horrible. No. Yes. Oh yes. We support yes. that. Thank you. Because most people are like, who's Matt Gates? Thank you for knowing who he is. Ew. Um, so I go down to Florida to visit my family after being gone and in Nashville for quite some time, like months, a few months. And I had just recently gotten divorced and I brought, they knew you got divorced though. Absolutely knew I got divorced and they didn't, I had never had a conversation with them. Like, Hey, I'm getting divorced because I'm gay. Because okay. I, I still had not gotten there yet. What was your reasoning for getting divorced? It wasn't working mm, out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm not asked that question a lot, actually. I, I let them know, I let my parents know first and told them that essentially I had made a mistake and that I had done what I thought I was supposed to do, which was to marry a girl mm-hmm. and a good girl right out of school, you know, mm-hmm. in order, because like, again, I was raised in deep purity culture, so... Um, I, I, to them had never had sex or anything like that. And so it was really easy to, yeah, uh-huh. um, uh, really easy for me to, uh, just basically say to them that I, I just made a mistake. I didn't know what I was getting into. And this actually, I, I'm very unhappy. Um, they, they were very confused. And the reality to me that I think happened is that they knew exactly why yeah. we got divorced. Yeah, no, my, they knew. I think, I think they my knew. mother especially knew exactly why I got divorced. Um, but nobody was going to talk about it. And I, I wasn't saying it. They weren't so going to say that into existence. No, 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 no. So it was this fun little game where we sort of just <laughs> pretended like we just, were really unhappy, even though I actually, me and my ex-wife were very good friends in high school, you know, so close, like most gay men with their best friends in high school. Sure. I just wasn't out. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, even to yourself. No, of course. So I go home to Florida after living in Nashville for quite some time. And I'm at the beach with two, three of my sisters, because I have four sisters and one brother. Wow. And I'm there with three of them, the two younger ones and my very oldest sister. And my very oldest sister Don't has been like a oldest, second. Don't say because I'm the oldest. And when you say very you oldest, very it's oldest. hurtful. I have two. Okay. So I say Shut very up. oldest because I have to differentiate I hear her you. from I my other older I sister. It. It's fine. I'm the firstborn, the firstborn was there. There you go. The best, <laughs> the best. So the best She's sister. The... Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, like, gonna go there. let me finish the story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we do something really harmless. We take a selfie on the beach. And as I reach up to like take the selfie, I type in my passcode on my phone, which oh, I thought was harmless. 
So then I put my phone down. We take this off. I put my phone down. Me and my two younger sisters, I'm being a really good big brother. They're like a good 10 years younger than me. So I take them out into the water. We're swimming. We're honestly having a wonderful time. It's like this, they never get to see me. They miss me, whatever. My sister, my older sister lingers, which I thought was very bizarre because we were all like, let's take a selfie and go out in the water. Mm-hmm. But she lingered back and was clearly like doing something on a phone or whatever in like her bag under the umbrella. That's all I know. And then on that was on like a Saturday. I go back to Nashville and on Monday morning, I'm literally telling you like as it happened to me, I get 13 missed calls from my mother before oh my 8 a.m. Oh my so God. So oh between, between that experience, like she went through my phone to some degree. <gasps> I, I have to this day have no idea what she saw. I have no idea what, you know, happened, but there's plenty like of text messages or whatever between the guy I was dating at the time, you know, so she she learned that I was gay. Needless to say, God only knows if like dear. I hope she didn't go through my camera roll. Like oh. I really, I really oh hope because God. I was a baby. Because a that's baby what I was saying when you said that. Oh, baby gay baby at the time. Gay. So I had baby all gay. sorts of shit in my every phone. Like, sort of fucking. If you look at my ass. phone now, it's oh, like yeah. um, I mean couches I want to buy, my dogs. Like <laughs> fantastic. I know, but when you get yeah, there's no but dicks then in my it camera was roll. Leather and poppers. Yeah. Holes, dicks, holes, all sorts of holes, all, all sorts, sorts of, of dil- holes. Like giant dildos uh, that you strap on, double sided, you know, yeah. double ended for mm-hmm. sure. For sure. I mean, that's so, what's in my Have you ever call her out about that? Have you ever had a conversation? I called her out a few fun? months. Li- I called her out a few months later and say like, hey, that was really shitty. Uh, just like generally, obviously that was shitty, right? Did she ever she apologize re- or anything? That's what I thought the phone call would end in is like some form of at least acknowledgement. Right. No. To this day, she she claims now we don't talk about this anymore, by the way. But to this day, she claims that she as the older sister, like needed to know what was going on and was like the family was so concerned about me is her claim that she was just trying to like figure it all out and so she, she did and she cannot by outing, <laughs> by outing me to my then entire family so i did not Doesn't come out really to my mother it. my father or any of my siblings any of my grandparents they all knew before i could ever tell them uh th- the most i could do to come out was say yes you are right because when my mom called me she the first thing out of her mouth was is it true not are you God gay it. it was That's... literally like is it true and i was like are you wait what? And I have a but feeling it, there's there's people that are gonna be listening to this that'll be like, I have a very very similar similar story. To oh yeah, oh yeah. They routed to their family in a for similar sure. fashion. Do you spend time or talk to any of your are any of your siblings accepting or like on your side? I guess is the word I would use. Yeah, I mean, I think you kind of have to define accepting. If by accepting you mean they've said to me that they love the fact that I'm gay and are fully like it doesn't matter to them, they love me, then no, not a single one of them have ever said that to me. They are, on the other hand, all extremely kind. I know they love Thomas, my husband, because of the way they act with him. And which it's it's interesting because they are so afraid. I my siblings specifically. I think are so afraid of the same exact things 
that I was afraid of that you talk about Ashley being afraid of when you were in church as a child that they sadly have just not had to come out the way that I did of Christianity and are stuck in it. And by admitting that they're totally fine with me being gay by admitting that I'm clearly happy, healthy, like thrilled. I keep coming home and being there and present. I'm not, uh, I don't have AIDS. I'm not a drug addict on the side of the road. I'm, you know what I mean? Like just, I'm living a a normal, I'm not a pedophile. (laughs) Exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh, They, by admitting that they have to admit that something they believe in is is flawed, is flawed and wrong. Yeah. Their doctrine is wrong. And they won't, they won't do that. Or at least they're not doing that to me. Maybe maybe they do believe that. I don't know. (laughs) There is a lot of stigmas that are hidden, uh, especially when one is in a evangelical or extremely religious church. Uh, we have an episode on purity culture, a few episodes, like five mm-hmm. episodes, six episodes yeah. back, about how purity culture can actually affect the mental health of young women um, who mm. are told to wait until marriage and that your virginity is this concept that is to be sacred and that guys are allowed to fuck and it's great that they lose their virginity sooner, but girls have to hold on to theirs. So my question is always, who's everyone fucking? Like, if guys are supposed to be fucking and girls are supposed to not be fucking, who's everybody fucking like what's going on here? Um, I also find that there is a lot of personal identity, um, that gets stifled, like your own personal, who you are gets shoved down into this compartmentalized ideals of the church and of this uh, Christian notion Mm -hmm. of who we're all supposed to be. And on the surface, it sounds like the greatest thing ever. You're going to be of service. You're going to be a servant. You're going to um, uh, minister to the poor. We used to every single Saturday go into downtown Seattle and feed homeless people chili and bring them blankets. And I was like, this is fucking rad. This is exactly what I want to be doing. I want to be helping people. And then my mom stood in the fucking choir director mm-hmm. behind my dad's back. Yep. Like the fucking crazy hypocrisy of the church was never lost on me. Even as a 15, 16 year old child, I was asking questions that mm-hmm. were getting eyebrows raised like I was a black sheep for asking these questions about well how come these people get to do these things but I'm not allowed to have hormones like why are you telling me that if I masturbate I'm gonna go to hell but these people get to cheat on their fucking spouses like what the fuck how does this make any sense to anybody like he who hath the no sin cast the right. first stone like well they don't they don't like the questions you're no. not supposed yeah. to ask questions no <laughs> rule asked, number one i asked about dinosaurs once abe Ooh. <laughs> conversation did not go well i was uh-huh. told are you ready for this this is a good one this oh i can't so wait good. i have a i have a degree the most worthless degree in don't anthropology. say that which oh my god, my guy. bachelor was in anthropology. That's really? His bachelor. Yes. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> so it is very worthless. I work in sales. Go figure. <laughs> but, so I met this man and I had been indoctrinated into the church and I still had these ideals of religion and he was like, "Let me show you 
let me show you a video. And he showed me a movie about Lucy, um, a National Geographic video about the first human remains ever discovered. Alec Baldwin was the host. I'll never fucking forget this video. He's probably already forgotten. But I remember vividly asking my stepfather about dinosaurs. And mm -hmm. I said, if the Bible says that mankind has only been here since like 2,000 years ago, how do we, how, how come dinosaurs are millions of years old? And the answer was God put, <laughs> shut up, God put dinosaur bones into the ground so uh -huh. that current humans asked questions and were tempted to stray. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We, I mean, that alone, that answer alone could be an entire episode. Mm. Yeah. Because it, it, it so back, exemplifies, Gabe. it mm -hmm. so exemplifies the like way that they manipulate such obvious um, facts Science? to, <laughs> to make sure that their religion continues to provide them with power over people. Power right. and money over people That's, and choice. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's crazy because like we talked about, Jesus was an actual person and he was a pretty fucking cool guy. Like he didn't give a fuck about gay people, it seems. He didn't <laughs> shit about anybody. As long as you were nice to people, he was fucking chill with you. Like Yeah, I don't I don't really have a problem with Jesus. Me neither. Go Jesus. I really don't either. There's like <laughs> no. there's, there's record that he actually exists. He no, yeah, not, he's a real he person. He might not have been the Son of God. No, no, no. I heard. I already had a pretty big dick too. I heard wow. him and Mary Magdalene. Weed, bro. I heard him and Mary Magdalene were married. Actually, this supposed prostitute, yes. Mary Magdalene, uh -huh. they were actually uh -huh. in a relationship. That's hot. Yeah, for Tell sure they that. were. Yeah. Why do you think she was so, so pissed off and sad hello? when he died? When he died, she was there mourning his death That's the entire cool. time. He had big dick. Because he had a big dick. <laughs> he had cool shoes. He was too. definitely and hot. cool shoes. It's such cool for the shoes. times, for the time. I'd still wear those <laughs> shoes. So, do you feel like after you exited religion, after you exited your heterosexual marriage that was basically forced down your throat, did you go through a mental sort of breakdown? Not that I was aware of in the beginning. Mm -hmm. In the in the beginning and right after it, I had a freedom that I had never felt before. I could make my own choices and be who I was. That and that felt really really good. What's the first thing you did as a gay man that you remember saying to yourself, "I was never able to do this uh, in the church or as a, a straight presenting person"? What was the first thing you did as a fully gay man that you were like fuck yes did you go to a club did you make out with a guy did you what did you, what was your first thing that you did uh, that you mm. just loved that you could do this thing mm -hmm. yeah uh you know so many little simple things you miss out on when you're closeted and raised in such a, an environment and can't be yourself so the most joyous moments I had right after coming out of the closet were being able to literally something as simple as being able to tell people that I was gay. So being able to start a new job 
and announce that I'm gay to someone safely. Uh, to be able to go to a club and feel like I'm with people who are the same as me or similar to me or understand where I came from. Uh, I really never had that sense of belonging. And it was never like anything hugely monumental. It wasn't like, oh, I went to a Lady Gaga concert and I raged <laughs> and, and wore, I was in drag, you know. Doing pop. No, screamed. Yeah. <laughs> Doing poppers. Screaming, <laughs> I was born this way. Screaming. Right. The top of it was... Wait, have you gone to a Lady Gaga concert, though? No, I haven't. Ugh, I'm... Yeah, I will. I've, I will. Been her, I will. I've been in her presence twice, it's and it's, it's pretty glorious. Have you been to a Britney concert? No. But, oh, wow. What kind of gay guy are you? I know, Seriously. I know, I know. I'm revoking I know. your gay card. I know. Oh, Jesus. I've been to Beyonce. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> back. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I just feel like there are so many things that as an individual, when you are stifled in religion and you are yeah. shut down as a person and told that everything you do is a sin and every sin you commit is going to be judged at the end of your life and you are going to be held accountable for everything you do as a 12-year-old, as a 15-year-old, the amount of weight that that carries on you. And then to be told the end of the world is happening. Jesus is yeah. coming and yeah. he's going to judge you immediately for all of your sins. And I'm like, whoa, I masturbated like three times yesterday. Like, mm -hmm. how do I reckon he's watching me do this? Like mm -hmm. I've thought about sex. I've had sex. I've done like it. It you, your tiny little pre-pubescent and post-pubescent brain can't handle that stress and that fucking intense negativity and intense weight. And that's not what religion intended to be. And this new wave of evangelical push for purity is so harmful I feel mm -hmm. like to the mental mm -hmm. health and the mental well-being, not just of the LGBT community, which, by the way, has a four LGBT youth are four times more likely to attempt suicide than their heterosexual yeah. counterparts. They are also eight times more likely to be homeless because their families reject their LGBTQ identity and put them on the streets. Could you imagine being shoved out of your house by your mom and your dad yeah. because of yeah. how you were born? Like because right. of a, because of the way that you express yourself yeah. and your church doesn't agree. So your parents are like, fuck you go to the streets. They yeah. also have much higher rates of substance abuse and much higher rates of being trafficked for sex trafficking because they're homeless. Mm -hmm. Um, but the mental anguish that religion places on a teenager was not the intention of religion to begin with. And how it's been politicized and weaponized in this country is disgusting. Mm -hmm. I agree. Mm -hmm. Used it's, as a tool. it's the most it's the most violent tool that I can look to today that and I think you hit the nail on the head. It is not just gay people. It is not just gay people that suffer from the messaging of betraying yourself for the good of the church or whatever it is. Uh, it, it is a very violent and oppressive tool. Mm. It's also very, I don't know if this was part of your 
teachings in, in youth group, we were encouraged to bring friends. Oh, yeah. We actually got prizes. The more mm-hmm. friends you brought, the more prizes you got. So if you mm-hmm. brought people to church, you actually got like a reward. And yeah, sounds like a pyramid scheme. I never, I never realized until just there's a lot of crossover at this, at this moment. Why I had friends that tried to get yeah, like, same here. Me. Oh yeah, and I thought it was because they're like, well, you seem like a good guy, or but I, I think hang out with my they were probably looking at me. They're like, this guy needs fucking saving. This guy, <laughs> he needs you to need be saved. Jesus. But it's because now I realize that they just wanted to get prizes, God points, Snickers bars. Yeah, if they actually Jesus. thought you needed Jesus and cared about you, satisfied? it probably would have looked a lot different. Yeah, are you satisfied? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're not yourself when you're without Jesus. Do you want a Snickers bar? Um, <laughs> so mental fatigue or mental breakdown happens when one or more of the following occurs. Loss of energy, irritability, insomnia, adhedonia, which is the inability to enjoy pleasure, Loss of motivation, memory errors, and slow thinking. Did any of this happen to you in the year or so after you came out of the closet? It still happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it still happens. It's because you're a uh, human. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, it, it, it for sure did. Uh, I, I think that I was so so young at the time that to be on your own and out of college with an anthropology degree (laughs) (laughs) how did you convince your parents to let you get an anthropology degree as an evangelical christian by the way i know that's a good one right there yeah okay uh the fact that i convinced them to let me go to a liberal arts college uh in general in the first <laughs> place right there. was wow. a feat um part of the trade-off was that i played football so mm. i and my father loved that's very heterosexual that I, of you it was it was very heterosexual of me None what was of them your position <laughs> what was i really it do you know the football position as well Yes. Oh yeah. She's, okay. She's so I, I feel like then you Go should Seahawks. guess one. It's a very sexual name. It's tight end. Oh, you were the tight there, end. There you go. I'm six five. <laughs> Hello. Right. That makes sense. I was a tight end, and to this day, that end is tight. So. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that. Might you know, be my favorite quote ever. <laughs> bodes well for my. The the name of the podcast is "What's Your Position?" So if it I'm is. a tight end, then. You better be a tight end. That's the first time yeah, it's ever right. brought up as a position. It's true. For sports, yeah. well done. Yeah, yeah I really I thought that would be like the first question. But... As a 6'5 dude, <laughs> dude, I could see you. Yeah, coaches wanted. Yeah, Absolutely, big guy. Yeah. as a tight, a tight end. end. A, or big wide target. receiver, too. Like, but you're kind of slender. Yeah. You're like a big dude, yeah. but you're slender. Yeah, That's tight end for stuff. Sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm slender. Running or catching. Right. Do you still watch football? Are you still a fan? Yeah, right before this, I was at a Titans game, actually, today. Uh, Go Titans! That's Kevin's that's favorite. That's Kevin's team. Really? Uh, yeah. Well, they did not win, so. I know. All right. My next question is. They lost how many, to the Jags. How many other gay yeah. guys I know. watch football with you? Because I feel like that's not a really a gay guy thing to do, you know? Well, let me be, let me be clear. I don't yeah. really watch football. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> do you watch the tight ends? If it's on. Yeah. If it's on, I do enjoy it. I'm not going to. 
make sure and that I'm is doing the halftime there show. Yeah. for sure. Well, yeah. And dude, you know, I'm sorry. Her halftime show is probably one of the best halftime shows. Her and Bruno oh, Mars put on the best halftime shows that I've ever yeah. seen in fucking football, by the way. Absolutely. I get it. I get it. Completely would, agree. I Wait, you one. went to the Titans game or you were at a bar watching the Titans game? No, no, no. I was there. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, At the stadium. Wow. I know. Do you have, very, wait, very do you have a fancy. jersey and everything? Absolutely not. See, that's no. where. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not all poles in the focus. No, guys. <laughs> Who would you go with? Absolutely you not. With? I went with my husband, his sister, and her husband, who came in from out of town. Uh, like they don't live far away over near Knoxville but um yeah so my father was really like pumped that I was playing football I for a minute was about to go to Ole Miss actually and play football and there was a little voice in my head that said you're gonna be a full-time football player like that's gonna be your job if you go to Ole Miss and play football there so don't do that because that's clear. You're not going to be able to do that. You want I wanted to go to medical school at the time, like half of the kids in college. And sure. so I had convinced my family that the best choice for me was to go to this small school right across from the University of Mississippi Medical Center where I was going to have like good internships at the med school. I could play football, you know, that would kind of like make my father, you know, happy a little bit and a proud doctor still. and a football player i mean oh guys be more of a fucking like american cliche dream right now well and that that is all part of like i only did that shit because i knew mm-hmm. that's what like that's what kind of people expected and that would make it a little easier for people to stomach okay maybe he is straight because Nobody, I was getting bullied in middle school for the way that I spoke, like people, like the way that I, the way that I dressed, like people thought I was gay at a very young age. But Uh, you didn't? I I remember. You you didn't? uh, No, I mean, I I knew I was gay when I was seven. Like I knew that I was attracted to men when I was seven. I, I, I think that I never for a minute thought that I wasn't gay. I just knew that I would, I, I thought that I would never accept it. I thought that okay. I would be able to, I thought, A, I thought that God would change me, like that he would, I would get married and all of a sudden, oh, cool. Now that I'm actually having sex with women, I'm realizing that, oh yeah, it's great. I love it. Okay. It's awesome. So that was going to be a question that I had. Did yeah. you have sex with your wife? Yes. Mm-hmm. And how was that for you? Horrible. Okay. Horrible. I would like and to know. I'm, I'm, I'm curious real quick. I am too, because I feel like there is, a good there has got to be a correlation between imagine, if you will, listener, imagine someone asks you to have sex with the gender you're not attracted to. So mm-hmm. if you are a heterosexual man and someone says, sorry, the only way that you're going to get into heaven, the only way that you're going to please your family, the only way that you're going to be a good uh, Christian person, the only way that you're going to be a good son, the only way that you're going to be a good American is if you have sex with this man. And so you're forced to marry another man and have sex with him when you don't want to. Imagine how that's going to feel for you. That is exactly how it feels for a gay man I would imagine to have sex with a woman is, am I wrong? Is it that bad? Uh, you're, that is, ex- 
that's exactly what happened. You're hitting the nail on the head. It is uh, actually no one's ever said it so clearly. So thank you. You're <laughs> um, wow. nice. uh, that that's exactly how it felt. And you could have stopped it. Go to heaven because the thing with church as a child is that your your pastor. I knew he was going to shake. He's Sorry. a good dog. <laughs> he's, he's a good, a good dog. boy. Uh, he's a good boy. Uh, when you're a when you're a child and you knew that so, you know that something's different about you. You're seven, eight, nine years old, yeah. and your pastor, your parents, everyone's telling you. You already know that gay is bad because they talk yep. about it in the pulpit way too yep. often. Like yep. way too often. It's almost my uncle was diagnosed freaky. with HIV in 1987, and mm. my mother told me your uncle's going to hell because he's a sinner and he is being punished with HIV because he's gay. And I was like, mm. oh. And then she said, if you ever even touch him, if you hug him, if you let him kiss you on the cheek, you will get HIV and you will oh go to hell. Okay, oh, my God. Okay, cool. Great. So gay by association is also, a thing? Jamie, yeah. also a fan of rocks. Jamie also yeah. was a fan of rocks. <laughs> I got my rock affini yeah. affiliate. Thank you for bringing it back the fuck around to the rocks that I collect <laughs> on a regular fucking basis yeah. to my uncle Jamie. He's the best. Rest his soul, who passed away in 2008 from complications due to AIDS, but that's fine. Long, one of the longest running cases. One of the longest running cases. Then, they yeah. actually took his blood to figure wow. out why the fuck he was still alive in 2008. Wow. We named his one T cell. We named actually his three T oh, cells oh. Mo, Larry, and Curly. Oh, that's what it was. It was still, that's Damn. We named them after the Three Stooges. Anyways, Anyways. Abe, back to what you. What an icon. He was an icon. He was awesome. For fucking sure. Uh, it's interesting, though, that. Okay, so you had sex with your wife before you got married? No. After. What? Oh, so you guys, of course, you oh, guys good waited. Christian. Duh. Wait I, a I, second. Yeah. Did Ashley, Ashley, sex? Ashley, that was a stupid question. Obviously, we You're didn't right. have Clearly. sex. Clearly. <laughs> what was I mean? I know that. I only had sex with men before I got married. Married. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. So you had sex with men before you got married. And did you have this sort of One. aha moment when uh, you had two. sex with men where you were like, this is what, this is perfect. This is exactly what I want. This is pleasure. This is joy. This is euphoria. This is what life is about. Yeah. I, yeah, I had that six months before my wedding. Then you got married. <laughs> you had sex with your wife. Mm -hmm. and, you're like, and it was torture. Uh, yes, it was, it was traumatic, honestly. Oh, God. Yeah. For yeah. her too? It was, it was horrible. Um, I don't know. Maybe now. Yeah. Maybe now. I don't, I don't know that in the, I think in the moment she knew something was like off, but right. she was also a virgin. So okay. she wouldn't really know. One so way it or was, okay, you were both technically vagina well, virgins. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I wasn't a virgin. Virgin, but you were uh, a vagina virgin. A vagina right? virgin. So, I had never, yeah. yeah, the clam. Yeah. Stuck your peen in a vein. Mm -mm. Um, and so it did it cause physical, like somatic responses, like anxiety, sweating, vomiting, nausea, like things where you're like, this is not what I want to be doing. I feel like I'm being forced to do something I don't want to do. Um, yeah. In, in the moment, no. In in the moment, I disassociated heavily. Uh, I didn't okay. know that's what I was doing, but my memory of it for many, many years, and really now, uh, is incredibly blurry. I don't, mm. I don't remember the sex, if this makes sense. I remember uh -huh. the environment that I was in. 
I remember the painting on the wall. I remember the ceiling, what it looked like. It was paneling because we were in this little like cabin thing. That was where we were for like our honeymoon. And I remember like the the blanket. I I do not remember the physical nature sure. of the sex other than like maybe the moments before and after. Do you know what that is a symptom of? PTSD. Yes, sure. <laughs> sure the fuck is. That is one of the things I ask my PTSD patients is, do you have loss of memory of the event itself? And when yeah. they say yes, yeah. it is typically disassociation because of yeah. sexual trauma. Yeah. Well, it wasn't until recently. I, I mean, I've kind of accepted for quite some time now that I have PTSD. And actually, this past week on Wednesday had for the first time an actual psychodiagnostic test. And one of the questions, yeah, it was, I, I asked for it. I was really like trying to advocate for myself just to get some answers. Oh, yes. Advocate for yourself. Abe. That's right. That's right. Um, and one of I the just questions. I realized that your name is very biblical, by the way. Abraham. Yeah, is of that course. Abraham. Uh, it's Brett. It's technically Brett Abraham, but like oh, okay. yeah. Um, so I, for once I, once I transitioned to my second therapist, who was a little harder on me in a good way, Good. she right. in the beginning was like, okay, you've been traumatized. You've experienced trauma. And I looked at her and I thought, uh, I like pause and I kind of went blank. And she was like, something seems, you seem like you have a problem with that statement. And I was like, I don't think I've experienced trauma. What are you talking about? Like, I've never this been typical, raped. Right. Continue. Yes, yes, yep. please continue. I, I've never been raped. I've never been a victim of like a gunshot wound. I never went to war. I've never been in a right. horrible car accident. Both of my parents, my parents are still didn't alive. Beat me. Yeah. I've never been divorced. sexually abused. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it, it and you know, so I've had you to do five years of trauma. work. Oh, billion percent. It took mm -hmm. me a solid year before I could even feel comfortable saying, Yes, I was traumatized. And even to this day, when I talk to people about it, there's a little pause that's like, you're being you're being selfish or you're you're you you were not traumatized as much as so and so. So shut the fuck up. You should not be talking about being traumatized. You have no business talking about that. There's still a little voice that says that. And in t and I took this psychodiagnostic test and, and went through this whole five hour ordeal on Wednesday. And one of the questions on the PTSD thing was, of course, like, have you experienced rape, sexual abuse, things like that? And I was like, no. One of the questions later on is, did you have unwanted, an unwanted sexual experience? And I was like, hit with the realization for the first time that that is in and of itself, a trauma, just yeah. not having to have sex with someone, regardless of who they are or what gender they are, if it is unwanted in any way, that is a trauma or at least a, you know, negative experience or something like that. And so that is how I'm sort of viewing it now is like, that is the, I, I never knew the language to actually talk about that experience because it, I've always struggled with, it wasn't rape, but no. for the four times that I had sex with her, every single time was horrible, like very traumatizing for me. I, I disassociated every single time oh. and it, I've carried, I carried it with me for years and still do. And so I, you know, oh, yeah. I can now kind of define it as unwanted, an unwanted sexual experience, but 
it is, it's so complex and, and being able to heal from trauma when you don't even have the ability to say that it was a traumatic experience is complicated, <laughs> complicated in and of itself. When you don't words to like agree that it was trauma, how can you yeah. heal from something that you don't even understand to be trauma? Especially That's... when your family and your environment that you grew up with or whatever are all telling you that you are now doing something wrong by being gay. You're the like, trauma. It, you is it fucked me? up. Yeah, you is traumatized it me? Am her. I the trauma? Right. Is, <laughs> is it me? I'm, I'm the, the trauma. trauma. It's me. <laughs> it's me. It's, mm -hmm. uh, it is a very specific uh, it, it, what you're saying is so fucking valuable for people listening. You don't have to go through something as traumatic as a forced rape or a car accident or war to have gone through a traumatic experience and experience symptoms of PTSD. And when you are forced to have sex with someone who you are not attracted to or who you are um, not aligned with as far as like your own personal belief systems and it is because of uh, systems of oppression that have been placed upon you by your family and your right. friends and your religion and your society and the culture that you grew up in these are all the people that you are surrounded you have no one else no those are all your people. They're all telling you this is the sex you're supposed to be having. And the entire time you feel like a fucking fraud and you feel like you're being taken advantage of and you feel like you are being forced to do something disgusting that you cannot even fathom why someone would be doing this to you and why you're doing this and you disassociate from that sexual experience. Yeah. That's fucked up. That's yeah. trauma. And that yep. deserves fucking attention. And I am so right. grateful that you have been getting therapy for that trauma. And that just yeah. recently you've discovered that it's okay to call it trauma. Yeah. It, it's, it's probably been like three or four years since I've, I've had to practice saying that is mm. the thing. Like it's not, there's been so many times where I've said that and I don't believe it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I've just had to say it and practice saying it because I, I have grown to realize that there are, if you ignore it, and if you ignore the fact that something like this happened to you, your nervous system and your body isn't going to yes. fucking forget. No. Uh, and so when you're trying to deal with anger or a stressful situation and your body freaks the fuck out and you, like there, there have been times where I just had, never in my life have I handled anger this way, but I will go to the shower and sit in the fetal position because my nervous system is so afraid and enraged about something that did not require that level of an emotional reaction. Right. It, it that those types of experiences started happening a lot. Uh, and I, and it just has taken years to be like, Oh, this is also a result of PTSD. This right. is a result of my unresolved, uh, PTSD, uh, undealt with, you know, yeah. trauma. Um, that there's nobody like, unless you seek out that help and unless you're really advocating for yourself, you're not going to get help with that. And it's so yeah. easy to do the things that you, you know, talked about those horrible statistics in the beginning of like how queer people are so much more likely to be substance abusers, um, victims of suicide, yeah. because it is really, really easy to start self-medicating and not yeah. realize even that you're self-medicating. Like right. you, 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 
just know that you feel better and you know that you don't feel that anxiety. You just feel for, numb. You feel numb. You don't feel that pain at least. Right. At least uh, that anxiety and that pain's gone. Like, yeah. If yeah. Nothing else. Right. Uh, we're going to take a smidge of a break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about our statistic of the day. Um, we are also going to talk about your life today and what you are doing right now. And then we're going to play the 69 game, which (laughs) I'm pretty sure you're going to fucking ace. Can't wait. I feel like you're going to be a rock star at this fucking game. Can't wait. We might have a new leaderboard leader. We might have a new leaderboard. We may have a new leader leader on the show. (laughs) Uh, Join us. We'll be right back. What's Your Position podcast wants to hear from you. Call 513-6969-SEX anytime and leave us a message. Maybe you have a question about anal. You have a fact about fisting. Or you just want to say, hello, fellow human. 513-6969-SEX. Call us. We will play your message in an upcoming episode. That's 513-69-69739. And remember, stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy. Ever waddle to the bathroom after sex, towel between your legs, desperately trying to keep the freshly delivered load from dripping down your leg and onto your hardwood? Well, worry no more. Awkward Essentials introduces the drip stick, or as I like to call it, the cum sponge. This medical grade sponge sucks up jizz before it sneaks onto your sheets. Visit awkwardessentials.com today and use my code WYP for a 10% discount. They offer numerous products for all types of fun fluids. Keep your shorts semen free and use my code today. That's W-Y-P and save 10%. Awkward Essentials, making bodily fluids less awkward. Welcome back, fellow humans, (laughs) to an episode of What's Your Position podcast. Uh, One of the most favorite episodes I've recorded in I can't even remember how long I'm enjoying myself immensely Um, thank you so glad Uh, please come visit us Come hang out with us, yeah. No, no, we're going to come visit him. Oh, well, yeah, we're going to go to Tennessee and on visit the next you. episode. No, let me, let me, episode. please let me come to you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, I'm down to come because uh, we have family out there. Titans. We do, we have family, and we want to go see the Titans, but like clearly, yeah, <laughs> clearly he Titans. needs to come to LA more than we need yeah, to go to Tennessee. Well, so. right. Amen. Amen. Have you ever been to California, Abe? Yeah, for sure. I was just there recently, but I he was said for in, sure, like, as if he's like a California. Oh, I'm a California. No, for sure. No, for sure. No, for sure. I have. For sure. No, for sure. You know, there's the you all, you know how you know you're from California is when somebody says something and your answer is no, for sure. And no, it for means sure. Yes, but then yeah, yeah no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. There has to be a like in there, like like no, yeah, no, yeah, no. That means no. Yeah, no. But no, for sure means yes. On the 405. On, on the 5. The 405 you know, to the I five. didn't even mean to do that. I just, I guess. Yeah. 
<laughs> you're just channeling your inner californian it's fine come on out here we'll hang out i with was you. raised by kim kardashian basically that's a, as my whole Wrong. generation was i know it's not my end fault the podcast robert end it's the not podcast. my fault end it immediately <laughs> i'll do it right now <laughs> i'll do it i'll pull the plug i'll do it just don't test me <laughs> Closes the lap. No, I want to do the 69 game. <laughs> Keep doing your interview. We I want to get the 69, 69 game. game. Okay, Answer. I'm going to give you the your statistic questions. of the day, yeah. and you're oh, all okay. you're all going to be blown the fuck away. So, oh, according God. to Pew Research, the majority of those who identify as Christians has decreased in this country in recent years. Right? People are identifying as many more other religions. It's law now. Woo. Yeah. I mean, people are identifying as something other than Christian, but those who identified as Christians say that homosexuality should be accepted is 54%. Wow. No. No way. No fucking way. Yes. 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 I mean, it's great. But, yes. But I don't believe it. Pew Research are they, are and Gut Gush Moss. Amen. No, they're not. They're not. They're no, not voting they're not. that way. So Clearly. also, let me go ahead and throw in another statistic at you that might help you understand this statistic. 96% of parents, when asked, agree that comprehensive sex education needs to be implemented in schools. Are they voting this way? They can't be. They're not because there's only <laughs> eight states that require comprehensive sex education. Right. There are 38 right. states that have sex education mandates on the books. 30 of those are abstinence only. Eight of them are comprehensive and only 18 states require that any sex education is medically accurate so while 96 percent of parents say in polls they support comprehensive sex education they are not voting this way so while 54 percent of people who identify as christian right mm -hmm. so you may not go to church every day you may not go to church every week you may not go to church once a month but if mm -hmm. you identify as christian and you took this poll and they said should sexual should homosexuality be accepted they said yes 54 percent. that's wild. okay yeah that is wild it is, right? It blows your mind. All of you were way the fuck off. Actually, yeah, for husband, sure. but husband Kevin Weller was, was the, the closest, closest at thirty yeah. at thirty percent. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. That's still way it's gotta be the it's gotta be the times. Things are changing. Times slowly they but are surely. Changing. Slowly but surely. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You, know, you take you take <laughs> one oh, I was gonna say you take one step forward just to take two or three steps back. Yeah. Right? Like that, that one step. So we just we... codified in the Supreme Court and in our Constitution, we just codified uh, the right to marry um, uh -huh. interracially and uh, same sex marriage is now codified in our Constitution. So even if a state does not, even if there is a state that does not recognize gay marriage, if that marriage was performed in a state that does federally, it is recognized. Um, which is amazing. Right. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. Good. Go us, good. you know, because some states don't recognize gay marriage. Just 
Where's the horn? Where, where is it? <laughs> it's not connected. It's not. I need my horn connected. I need my horn. Um, California actually just codified uh, abortion. There you go. California yeah. has codified abortion rights into its constitution. So abortion mm. is legal um, for all Californians uh, up to, I think, 23 weeks, which is fantastic. Um, yeah. As 96% of abortions happen within the first 12 weeks. So we don't really need to go all the way up to 23 weeks, but we do sometimes uh, right. for various reasons. Um, but for the fact of uh, marriage, thank you, Obama. Thank you, Obama, for man. making gay marriage legal. God <laughs> and bless. Thank you. God bless that man. <laughs> I literally just don't know what my life would be like without Barack Obama. I think Obama. we just took it for just granted. All, can we just all take a minute? Can we just all take a minute to like? <laughs> is it is him? it not fucking wild that we went from uh, <clears throat> Obama to Trump? <laughs> like, I can't. Like I can't. You know because he Complete. was just. Even if you take the politics out, I'm not talking about the politics of one or the other guy, but just their the way they present themselves, the way they speak in front of, the way they project as as a and a, a president, right? As a president would or should. Mm. Obama was so well spoken. Oh he my was god! Very elegant. He was very graceful. And he always uh, had a very good uh, message, uh, even uh, even uh, on the fly. Think it, about what he's getting about, and uh, yeah. But and then but you, he and had then good you, point. Yeah, he was thinking about it. He wasn't just spewing shit that came out of his mouth. Right. Like, grab people by yeah. the pussy. <laughs> then we went from him to Jeez Trump, man. And I was just, I remember seeing one of the first uh, speeches by Trump, and I was like, <laughs> what the f- <laughs> How? How did he was, this happen? Yeah. He made, it was the evidence that there is no God. There is no God. <laughs> because if there yeah. was God, they would not make. Any but a lot proof? of people think. There is a God because Donald Trump was because God. of it, which is crazy. Ugh, they so think mind blowing. They think he's God. Yeah. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Going outside of church sure with do. upside down Bible. Abe, I wouldn't even do that. Abe, are your parents Trump supporters? Yes. You know, that's a good question. Um, I'm assuming they're Republican. Christian. They're absolutely Republicans. Okay. Have they ever uttered a single word? In favor of Trump, in my presence, no. Great. Or on or on social media, no. Okay. Not a sibling, there. not a parent. What? That's better now, than course, my family. Okay. Well. <laughs> my stepdad has. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I think I think at the end of the day, they probably voted for him. Like, I don't want to be delusional sure, and say sure, that they sure, did sure, it. Sure, 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 sure. They're closeted Republicans. Sure. But I don't think that they actually like him in any form or fashion. They voted for him because they had to. Because he's It's the red team. Yeah. They weren't going to vote for a woman named because, Hillary. Uh, hello. Yeah. Because this She's country horrible. is founded on a two-party system, which is awful. And so we have to vote for the lesser of two evils. And for them, Correct. he was the lesser of two evils. I think for a lot of people, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. for fifty-one percent of mm-hmm. people, correct. Yep. Yeah. And now we got Grandpa Joe. Oh God, poor Joe. <laughs> He's so senile. <laughs> he is. He is poor one. Guy. He is one twisted we, ankle if, away. Weller twenty twenty four. Oh, seriously. Weller twenty twenty four. If we could just get the Biden that was with Obama, I feel like that's what I thought we were. Doing. Yeah. 
Could we get Michelle? Can we get yeah, Michelle? I would be into like, that. Keep I would talk, be down. Keep asking her to do it. Michelle. I would. I would hey, vote for Michelle. What's your position on politics, guys? <laughs> I would vote for her. I'm sorry. We just changed our position from it's sex okay. and I'm sorry. I'm weird theory. Bringing the politics. No, it's uh, fine. Politics. It's fine. No, we're. I'm fine. So uh, unfortunately, <laughs> politics gets into our sexuality, which is the fucking problem. Which is the problem. Yeah. Get so the fuck out of my sexuality. Abe, tell me about your wedding to your husband. Okay. Perfect. Uh, I would love to tell you, um, we, so we got engaged quite some, t- a little bit ago, uh, during the pandemic, I knew oh. for a long time I wanted to propose to him, but I, where did you meet, ob- where did you meet him? We met on Grinder. Oh my nice. God. <laughs> Unofficial sponsor. Hopefully a special Unofficial sponsor. Grinder success story. That's Listen, amazing. If, if I could get a Grinder wow. sponsorship. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, So when I was on Grindr at the time, there was this new little feature that they added that was this little flame that you could tap. It was like an extra layer of you saying, I like you. Yeah. (laughs) And now when I think back, I'm like, this is so fucking stupid. So cheesy. (laughs) Yeah, it's so so bad. It's so cheesy. And like, you know, none of you are gay men, but if you've ever seen Grindr, it's literally just like a grid of faces or headless torsos. (laughs) And, (laughs) and it is geographically based. So you, you know, they're relatively close to you or whatever. So I, I just saw his like beaming smile, him and his father have the world's most winning smile ever. So I saw, and in, in the most purest way, I literally Wait, was like, where is he? Go get him and make him smile at me. He's in his pottery studio right now. Ugh. With the other. Of course in he is. In his pottery studio? Of course yes. he is. have a pottery get studio? Get the fuck out of here with Oh, we shit. have a pottery studio. We sold our house recently, bought this one, and with the extra money, I didn't get to do anything with it. We had to buy our pot. <laughs> we had to build a pottery studio. So does he have a Just kiln and everything? Like he has you a can kiln? actually fill it's, it's on the the kiln is on the way. That's actually why he built it. So that he he's <sighs> there's a lot of drama in the pottery world. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like what's your like, position on pottery? Here I we feel go. like every time we start a new conversation, there's something that you bring up that we're like, tell us more. Like, what? what about the kiln? <laughs> tell what me about the kiln. What kind of clay do you guys use? So it's uh, really frustrating stop. that he has to use somebody else's kiln, like this other place, you know. It's very frustrating. He doesn't want to rely imagine. on other people. Yeah. Sure. And he is he is such a if you know anything about the Enneagram, he's a four on the Enneagram. And he is such a like artist an individual that you are not going to tell him who he is right so Mm -hmm. having to rely on someone else's Mm -hmm. kiln is a problem Mm -hmm. yep right anyway so does he also leave does he also leave places if he can't find a place to park well that would mean that he's driving thomas (laughs) thomas doesn't drive I drive Thomas everywhere. <laughs> okay. I love this relationship. I wish I was gay. I love this relationship. <laughs> sounds awesome. Oh, and the funny thing is, is like we've never had a conversation about this. It just somehow became like assumed that I'm you're the driver. Everywhere. Okay. Yeah. He I'm just like, automatically gets in the passenger. Know how you behave, <laughs> Miss Daisy? But like, what? <laughs> if I like ask him to drive, he's like, what? Why? What? Why do I have to drive? What did I do? Like, did I, did I do something yeah. wrong? Why am I being punished? You, I have a headache. I, yeah, I don't want to drive. I don't drive. If I ever asked husband Kevin Weller to cook me a meal, uh, yeah. he would just take me to McDonald's. 
Yeah, I was. Ah, I see. I uh, no, well, but if that happened, you knew what you were. I I burn rice. So no, he burns toast. He burns raw bread, like just bread, like just regular bread. We can't all be perfect. It's fine. Yeah, right. No, it's fine. it's fine. We actually had this this discussion last night. I suck at finances. Like I'm absolutely mm. horrible. I would be in massive debt. Yeah. It's all target. Massive. It's all target. Massive yeah. debt. Yeah. It's not. It's not target. It's like clothes. Have you seen? I had to yeah. like. I have so many clothes. Just so people know, oh her her closet, the bar in the closet that broke. holds all. It of snapped the, the other hangers, day. It broke because I love she has that about so you. much. Cl- yeah. Thank you, Abe. Thank you. I love it was that. so heavy with clothes and jammed in there yeah. that it broke. That's how much. She took our well, it just means studio? you need a bigger. It just means you need. It, it just means you need a bigger closet. I took the bigger closet she when we moved in. She took the entire <laughs> guest bedroom closet. It's my whole closet is yeah. in here, and he has the tiny one in the main bedroom. In our master. And and my bar broke, and so now I need to encroach on his closet because yeah, I not have. Happen. I yeah. need more space. Okay, we need to get. Fo- refocus. 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 So anyway, refocus. Abe, okay, you're getting married Abe, to a, Abe, a dude. So you met on Grinder. You're getting married to a dude. Yeah. Uh, meet on Grinder. <laughs> we, uh, you know, it, a few years go by. Wait, tell me about dating. your first date. My first date. Oh God. <laughs> so our first date. If you know anything about gay people. Um, were uh first dates are very weird because nobody really like said i i certainly didn't know at the time that this first date was going to be as important as it was i was under the impression that this human being was like most of the other gay men that i had met at the time who for lack of better terms just wanted to fuck Mm -hmm. so we had scheduled a day he would not meet like on principle, he would not meet up with me the day that I found him on Grinder. I really wanted to. I was like, hi, how are you? I'm not doing anything. Let's go get dinner or something like that. He would not. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Like, why won't he just... But it worked, I suppose. And so he's like, I'm free on Thursday. This was like a Monday. So I had to wait like three days. Damn it. And it makes total sense now. He's. It completely makes sense why he did this. So... I go out to dinner with my friends, but the night that I'm supposed to see him and I'm watching hockey with him. He wanted me to come over at like six. I don't actually end up at his house until like eight because I thought it was totally fine that I was with my friends. And like, I texted him. I told him, I was like, oh, very late. Like very, because remember, I I genuinely thought this was a hookup Mm. and that's it. So I made that mistake and, but I was texting him. I was texting him and I was like, hey, I'm with my friends. Like, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be a little bit late. Like, I didn't know he was planning a whole thing. The boy had, like, had a playlist going, candles. He bought me. He knew that I liked Rosé, so he bought me, like, Rosé. Well, he was that night. I didn't wear that when. I'm not exactly (laughs) sure. Now I'm driving his ass everywhere. Anyway. um, (laughs) So... He's I in his show up. pottery studio right now. Can't He's in his pottery studio. To Cannot bring you be a beverage. Can't no. be bothered. No. no. The reality is that I told him, I was like, look, I need complete silence, so please go to your pottery studio. Oh. <laughs> <That was> good. <laughs> We're going to watch White Lotus later. It's going to be fine. It's fine. Everything's <laughs> fine. Everyone's fine. We'll have some wine. Yeah. So some I come rose. over. 
Boston Rosé. I come over. It's like he has this adorable. He lives in this adorable house in Nashville. It has like all this stuff. Um, and we wound up talking for at least three hours, having the most oh. like beautiful, intimate, lovely conversation. I quickly learned. Oh, this person is actually a saint and wonderful. Really hot. I had no idea. You can easily look on Grinder at like people's stats is what they call them like how tall they are how much they claim that they weigh and i didn't look at any i didn't look at any of that and he is like maybe a half an inch shorter than me oh so he's very very tall i i get there and he's like this beautiful tall man who works at the children's (laughs) hospital and it's like yeah 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 He's a physical therapist and like cares for children all day. I hate, I hate everything right now. I yeah, hate it I all. do too. I, I still hate it. hate it. And I'm talking he's to him, worst. and he's like beautiful and he's kind and adorable. Yeah, and like nothing about him is bizarre. He's so respectful. And at the end of the night, we're both like at least two or three glasses of rosé in. And he looks at me, and we're the conversation is clearly coming to an end, and we've been flirting. And he says, "Can I kiss you?" And never, 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 never once in my life had anyone ever asked me to kiss me. And the idea of him asking was like, it blew my mind. And I was like, can you kiss me? How big was your erection at that point? I was like, where is your bedroom? (laughs) Where is your bedroom? Exactly. Can I kiss you? Yes. And fuck you. Actually. Sure. (laughs) Sure. Kiss me sure. all over, by the way. Right. Yeah. So we did, and um, and I left at four in the morning. Hey. <laughs> so. nice. And then you got married. How long after? Um. So that was in 2017. We got married April of this year. So we dated for quite of some this time. This year. Of That's this great. year. Yeah. Where was of your wedding? So we didn't really have a wedding. Um. We Aww. were. Yeah. Hey. Well, it was. It was. Cho- it was choice. We had. Uh, let me explain what we had. I didn't want to do uh, a big wedding or anything like that because I had already had a wedding for number trauma. one. Uh, mm-hmm. Trauma, for sure. Mm-hmm. And when I got engaged, we had I had proposed to him in the pandemic about um, a year and a half before we actually got married. When I proposed to him, I called my family the next day, like my parents, and I let my siblings know. And to this day... Not a single one of them have said that they're happy for me. Congratulations. Nothing. Now, they they treat him like he is God's gift to earth. They love sure. Thomas. It's well, he so bizarre. Children, so. It's like, the, it's this weird, like, denial thing. I, I don't, yeah. I, right. I have yet, I do not know how to explain it. It's they love they, him. It's got to be because they're so ingrained with this idea that, you have done something wrong, but when they see it in action, they're like, wow, what that's, is wrong that's what with lo- this? That's what Nothing's wrong. Like. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. You're right. Right. That's what right. love looks like. Yeah. 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 His family, on the other hand, is, is wonderful about it. I called his parents, not for permission before I proposed sure, to him, just but kind of an acknowledgement. An acknowledgement and his dad, he, Thomas grew up on a beef cattle farm in Southeastern Kentucky, a large, like they, they raised beef cattle and something I'm very unfamiliar with. Yep. Like Yellowstone? Except in Kentucky. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Have you watched Yellowstone? Have you seen Yellowstone? Uh, Yeah. uh, Not a lot, Mm -hmm. but I've seen, I know the reference for sure. Um, 
his parents loved Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, they did. yeah, so I had gotten really close to his parents. We go up there all the time to visit. They have a cabin on the farm, so we stay there. And so and when I called them. they're super accepting of, of homosexuality, of his of gay people, yeah. of gay relationships. They're just very accepting of everything. Correct. But they are Great. exactly what you would imagine, like traditional Republicans, r- rural oh. people. But they are, they ha- they could not be more outspoken and lovely and kind the way oh. they have accepted me. So when I called them to propose, Thomas's father, who has never said this to Thomas, but said it to me in this moment, he was like, I see how happy you've made him. Thomas's mother and I love you so much. We love having you at the farm. We love the idea of you being a part of our family. Like, this is great, basically. And... It ruined it ruined me in that moment. Yeah. I was just a yeah. mess. Collapsed on the yeah. floor. Yeah. yeah. And no, and I'm done. I'm I'm getting the reaction out of him that like truthfully I want out of my own mother and Absolutely. my own father. So right. it's beautiful and I, I love my relationship with them. And so they they have just been really understanding about the fact that we didn't really want to have a wedding. They're very they they raised all of their daughters to uh, not to be very independent, to not mm. rely on marriage or a man beautiful, for beautiful. their money or anything like that. Yeah, I'd like to meet these people. Uh, yeah, right. They're God, really, really like good, good people. They seem Fuck. like a nice, nice family. I want to. They're meet, amazing. I want to have and, some chicken. I want to have oh, some fried chicken. They're right. <laughs> <laughs> not beef. They they raise beef no. Cows. I want to have fried chicken with gravy on a Sunday. Okay. They oh, do yeah, have chi- right. they do have chickens as well. But. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Um, so yeah, we're gonna go see Shania Twain in June with them. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get married at a courthouse? We we were gonna do that. We wound up getting married in a park uh, in Nashville with a lady from the marriage clerk's office. Who we decided that it was going to be too much of an ordeal. And honestly, because my family was so, for lack of a better term, shitty about everything. I I decided, and Thomas was not super hung up on like needing a big wedding or anything, that we were going to have a private thing. I didn't want the day to be like covered with me being sad and depressed about the fact that my family sucked and could not be affirming. So we had this beautiful, uh, intimate vow exchange at a park. It was just the two of us. And then that afternoon, we were able to spend that time together. We had a picnic at our house and it was, that was it. And then the next day we went to Italy for 10 days. Oh, um, oh, so... oh, what part, there what part, what, what part, part? what go? part? We went, we went kind of all over, but we went to Venice, Florence, Rome, and um, Positano. So okay, we so did a little bit husband... of everything. Oh, husband, you dropped your phone. I wish I was <laughs> Husband Kevin <laughs> Weller. So awesome. Husband Kevin Weller and I went to Italy. It was my dream. We yes. flipped a coin. It was either going to be Greece or Italy, and I won. Um, okay. But I wanted to go to Sicily. So we did Sicily. Yeah. Okay. And then we did Malta, which is a Ooh. little country south of Sicily. Little, tiny, just a right. little baby. Island just a of little baby Italy island. Uh, and then we went to Posa- we went to Rome and then Positano. Husband Kevin okay. Weller hated Rome and Positano. Hate's a strong word. I still- he, he, <laughs> hated thing. he hated it. Every country that we you didn't go to care has- for Rome either. Right. Every country that you go to has a vibe, is is no. the best way you can put it. There's an energy of the people. And Italians were not very. I, I don't want to say they weren't friendly. Sicilians. They were less than indifferent. I Sicilians think. were yeah. friendly. Yeah. 
Yeah. Italians or not. But I, I don't blame Italians because they have the entire fucking world going oh, yeah. to Italy and vacationing and, you know, yep. trashing their country. Descending and, upon right. their and so, country. And I totally get it. But, uh, but Especially um, positive. Here's what I will say. <laughs> if you want to go to a country that has everything. Croatia. Well, yeah. <laughs> I have been hearing really good things about Croatia. Yeah, Croatia is amazing. But Italy's got the food. It's got the the history, the architecture. It's gorgeous. Sure. But it wasn't, it just wasn't my jam. I feel like Croatia is the underrated Italy. Yeah. And if you haven't been, Abe, you and your husband should go. Mm -mm. I want to do Sicily as well. Do you know that uh, Croatia has 1,100 islands along the coast? What? Yeah. Yeah. So imagine all. The little boats you can take to each of those little islands. So in September, and, you can go to Yacht Week and in Croatia. By the way, everybody, Croatia is the number one. It's an, They're an FKK culture, an yes. FKK country, which is free body culture, which is nude beaches. Yes. Most of their oh. beaches are half normal where you are, are dressed or, you know. Like on one picking. side. The mm-hmm. other half is, is nude and it's full nude. Full nude. Not topless. So it, full nude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let me tell you, going nude... To, if anybody's gone to Europe or, or a place like that, it, it's it's really cool to do it. Yeah. Whether you you know you're a girl and you just go topless or you go completely nude. Uh, for yeah. me as a guy, it was like very like, okay, I'm gonna go around in this little cove around this rock, but it was really cool. I loved it. I mean, it's, yeah, it's kind of a, a cool experience for sure. Totally, it was awesome. Wow, it was awesome. Love to know that. Yeah, mm. we love Croatia. We stand Croatia. We're gonna move to Croatia when we retire. <laughs> That's one of the first countries we're going to as old people. Live podcast oh. in Croatia. Yeah, live Let's podcast in oh, Croatia. Let's fucking yeah, go. Uh, we love. We love Croatia. Um, I'll bring. Right. I'll bring Thomas. Tell yes, yes. please bring Thomas. Um, <laughs> what are you doing now for work? So for the last five years, I've been working in the fashion industry, managing a brand based out of Nashville. Um, It's like a leisure wear brand, think skims, but a lot smaller and local. And everything we do has, um, it's called Brownlee. Uh, Brownlee, like the color and then Lee at the end. But um, L-E-E or L-E-E? L-E-E, yep. Uh, That's what I've been doing, uh, kind of starting that up with the founder, Christina, and it's been a wonderful experience. Uh, but in the new year, I'm starting a new venture, uh, and moving into the beverage industry and into THC infused seltzers. Ooh, okay. Did we just get a new sponsor? <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like we just got a new sponsor right, is what right. I'm hearing. What I'm hearing yeah. is that you want us to promote your beverage on my podcast is what would I would have no, is. no. I would have no qualms with that. Yeah. Is it an alcoholic seltzer or is it just it's a THC not. seltzer? No, it, the there's name both. of it is I've actually, seen both. right. It's actually called better than booze. It's right now only <laughs> based out of Tennessee, but we're, I'm actually coming on to help with the expansion to national. So, <sighs> nice. um, it is alcohol free. And the problem with the THC industry in general is that every state's regulations are so oh, crazy. God, right? It's so absurd. Like, it's wildly absurd. So until it becomes federally legal, it's going to be a mess. Um, But I'm excited. Yeah. Where is Tennessee? Because, I mean, in California, it's fully legal, right? Sure. Right. You can buy it anywhere for the most part, as long as it's in a dispensary. You get delivered to your house like DoorDash. Is it the same I just did the other day. Is it legal in that sense? I've used ease many times in LA <laughs> to get it delivered <laughs> yeah. right to our hotel. Yes. Grass door is um, great. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, I should draw that. Uh, no, I've not. Um, it's not. It's not legal here 
it, the flower you can get here is like THCA, they call it, or THCO. Oh, okay. And it's, it's, they all claim that once it's burned, that it's like the same thing. It's not the same thing. No, no. it's THC um, light. It's light. And you base it to me, I would say it's like 30% the strength or yeah. you have to smoke that much more of it to right. get right. even a similar that was our high. parents but, weed. That's that, was, that was the weed. Yes. In the yeah. yes. <laughs> that was exactly. The, that was the swag as, the, as they called it. Back right. in the day, the swag. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> it's less than optimal. But. So are you guys going to be uh, uh, like national? Like you're going to be all over the United States or is it just going to be Tennessee? So for the next year and a half, that's kind of what I'm going to be working on. Uh, I'll be coming in as the COO in the new year. So that's <gasps> kind of exciting. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Come visit us. Come visit us like... in California. What are you doing? This I is absolutely like a will. huge market. This is a huge yeah. market for cannabis products. I want to say that they told me. Though. It's saturated, yeah. I, I want to say that they told me we're um, starting in New York first as the next expansion state. All right, that's fair. So, that's yeah, fair. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know why. <laughs> we're here whenever you're ready, Abe. Yeah. Love here. it. I'll let you Fine. know. <laughs> uh, all right, we're going to play a quick game. Ooh, um, can't wait. I know. I'm so excited for this game. Um, so <clears throat> this is the 69 game. For those who are not familiar, I am going to ask 69 uh, or questions, as many questions as I possibly oh, can in 69 seconds. Um, Abe, mm -hmm. you can pass, but you will mm -hmm. not get credit. The only okay. way you get a point is if you answer the question, but you do not have to answer every question. You can say pass if something is not comfortable for you. Your goal is to answer as many questions as you can in 69 seconds. Abe, are you ready to 69? <laughs> <gasps> yes, do that. Yeah, Refresh do that. the screen. Do whatever it's telling you to do. Hold on. <laughs> Interrupt and refresh. Hey, oh no! Oh god! Oh fuck! That's not good. Oh god! Well, I mean, oh, wait. oh. here he comes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> god, god, I hate that that happened. Oh. Sorry. Oh. Oh, all of our so fragile. All of our buttholes are We're clenched. Good. All of oh, our God. buttholes are clenched. You know right what's now. weird? Because God, I'm so sorry. At least on, on my feed, you are clear. Now. Yeah, you're way clearer now. I can see your handsome face before you were a blob. Yeah. Okay. Really? I was just gonna say that you guys are way clearer now too. God, I hate. Yeah. That. Before you were like Jabba the Hutt. I could not tell what you looked like except that you were wearing a beige T-shirt. Job of the hut. No, he still looked good. Don't give him. I couldn't tell. My computer oh, sucks dick. He didn't, he didn't look that bad. I'm I literally had pixels. I had pixels. Pixel. For me. You're there, using a Windows and I'm using a Mac. That's the reason. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. Right. I ha oh. Let's, oh boy. Abe. Abe. Oh, don't go. go. Yeah, he's there. We got you back. Can, I don't think you can hear us though now. Abe. No. Oh, you handsome devil. Okay, I can hear you now. Oh, there, there we go. you okay. are. <laughs> 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 Wow. 
we'll have to restart. I'm really hating this. No, you're fine. No, you're fine. Technology sucks dick. We're fine. It's fine. Okay, we good. hate technology. Okay, no, we're great. I actually did a recording with a uh, human being uh, by the name of Dr. Jolie Hamilton, um, who is amazing. And we've, we've done an episode with her on consensual non-monogamy and jealousy, which will be out shortly. Um, but I had to record the episode three times. Three times, three separate days, three separate times because the server I was using kept crashing and I felt so stupid and like such a loser because I could not get my freaking internet to work. And she was the kindest soul. And she kept saying, <laughs> it's okay. The universe wants us to be together when the universe wants us to be together. And like, it was the most amazing episode when we finally did record. Yeah. So oh no God. worries. Okay. Do not be embarrassed. You're fine. Okay, good. Okay, You're good. great. Okay. Okay. Do I still look like Jabba the Hutt? <laughs> not anymore. Before okay, you were literally pixels and blobs. And now oh my God, you I hate like... that. No, no, no. On, no. My, on my end, you were fine. I have a window. Okay. And so I, I see blurs and pixels for everyone except okay, Robert, cool. which I can look right at him and see everything fine. But even my husband <laughs> kind of looks like a little bit of pixels sometimes. So uh, you look great. Where are you going? Oh, he's recording. All right. It's fine. It's fine. I know this for is... all of our listeners out there, Abe is a very, very good looking This guy. Guy. He's a very good Oh, my guy. God. This guy is <laughs> I'm about, like, I'm about to drop my panties right now. This man does not want that. So it's fine. We're fine. We've okay. talked about this. We've had a conversation about the trauma that happens when people drop their panties. So True. we're not going to do that. But we Abe have. is a handsome fucking guy. So uh, oh just God. go. Abe, mm. are you ready to 69? Yeah, I'm so ready. Okay. What's your most used emoji? Um, the smiley face that's laughing. Like, What's your Hogwarts eyes. house? Um, it, Gryffindor. Have you ever sent nudes? Yes. Call or text? Definitely text. What's your most proud, what's your thing you're most proud of? Oh God, uh, my dog. Favorite animal? My dog. Favorite plant? <laughs> Favorite plant? Um, this banana tree I have. Do you name your genitals? No. Do you watch porn? Sure. Do you believe in ghosts? Uh, no. Do you masturbate? Yeah. Would you rather be able to see or hear? See. Wine or beer? Wine. Captions on or off? On. Last show you watched? Uh, uh, fuck. White Lotus. Ever been to a concert? Yes. Would you go skydiving? No. Are you a top or a bottom? Top. Have you ever been used have you ever used online dating? Uh yes. What are you thankful for? Uh technology. <laughs> Would you rather be able to only masturbate forever or do oral sex forever? Definitely masturbate. No. That's it, that's it, that's it. And that's the sixty-nine. Guy. <laughs> I that. he, got, he got a lot. Sometimes it goes so fast, and sometimes oh I'm like, God. how many questions am I asking? To be fair, he, he is our, I think, our third person we've done online. He's our third online. And, You're the third online the, sixty-nine. Uh, the last per- who did we do last time? Jolie. No, we didn't do Jolie. She didn't do it. It oh, was wait, Bree, wait. the pregnancy lady. Why didn't I she do I it? Add, I think I added. No, she did it. I think I added too much time to hers because I'm, oh. I'm counting these oh. questions and trying That's to lock the clock. I know. It's not. Riley so got, it's unofficial. got more than Riley did. Cheater. Yeah, Riley did not I think not this get is a very, very good score for being online. Mm. It's a big 20. 
20. 20. 20. That's pretty good. That's great. 20 is great. Feels like a good number. Yeah. Yeah. When people in the studios, they get into the 30s, but that's. People in the the studios get it, but also. There's no delay, and there's no. And it's. Listen. A lot of people that we have in the studios (laughs) are longtime listeners, and they know Mm, the questions that are coming. Oh, that's bullshit. It's bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, it's not fair. That's why we're going to have you back on, Abe. I keep saying it. That's fair. Yeah. It's fair. We, uh, my friend Kimberly, shout out to Kimberly. We love you, Kimberly. We, second, no, we love Kimberly. Second shout out. Um, <laughs> she has the highest score of anyone who's ever participated, but that's wow. because she's listened to every episode ever created. Of she's this a good show. friend. She's, she's the homie. biggest fan of this show. Truly. We love Kimberly. We love Kimberly. Um, Mm -hmm. But Abe, we love you. And like, we're super fucking jacked that you're here. Uh, We'd love if you would come back. Yeah, I think that that sounds like it has to happen okay. after. He's got a seltzer. He has a seltzer, <laughs> he has he has a seltzer company. God, he's got whenever, yeah, exactly. Um, whenever you come to LA, you one of your stops has got to be this podcast. Like that's just yeah, for sure. And like you're we gonna have to add it to your writer so that they pay for it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, also, I wanted to really quickly shout out to a nonprofit uh, to the Trevor Project. Um, which is a nonprofit organization that helps individuals who are in the LGBTQIA plus community who are struggling with suicidal thoughts and depressive um, thoughts and actions. You can call 866-488-7386. There is someone there 24 hours a day to take your call if you are struggling with anything related to LGBTQIA plus issues, um, depression, anxiety, feeling ostracized, any sort of abuse, any sort of suicidal thoughts, the Trevor Project is there for you. We love them. You can also donate to the Trevor Project to help fuel the volunteers that answer those phone calls. Again, that's 866-488-7386. Abe, is there anything that you would like to promote? Uh, I mean... I, so no, not in the terms of capitalism, because I, I just don't think that we need to do that. <laughs> what about your uh, media? Yeah, in all, in all seriousness, I think uh, my, my TikTok does answer far more about my stories. And I, ta- I try to talk about a lot of the stuff that we've talked about on here in great, greater depth, mm-hmm. um, as well as shedding light on my experience. And so many people have asked me questions on there that... Um, I, I, I answer in video form. So follow me on TikTok at Coming of Abe. Same thing on Instagram. Um, I, I do try to check my DMs on Instagram. So there are a lot of people that tend to reach out. I will and I say, I reached out to you, and within three days, you said, Hey, I don't come on here very often. Here's yeah. my phone number. I, I'm very interested in this yeah. topic. Oh, so if you DM well, him, he's going to give you your phone number? No. Well, no. No. He probably <laughs> Yeah, literally. Hey, fellas, he's Here's married. his phone he's number. Come so on, here's Ashley. His, here's his phone number real quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I think that it's important to know that there are allies out there. I, I, yeah. It's important for people to know that there is a place that they can go to get answers. There's a place that they can go to get information about what it's like. One of the things I asked you to give me five key takeaways and (laughs) (laughs) you gave me amazing takeaways about therapy and about 
evangelical <laughs> Christian um, doctrination. And then number five mm-hmm. was queer people. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. And that's it. It was just queer people. And then you're, didn't you say something like, <laughs> oh, like, I didn't finish oh, that shit, thought. I didn't finish that yeah, thought. Yeah, but I'm just going to keep didn't. it like that. But I yeah. think that it's important that we talk about queer people in yeah. general. Just the idea right. queer people exist. Queer people are... They walk among us uh, and they are beautiful, wonderful souls who have zero um, agenda and they're just living their best life and don't need your input or your fucking opinion about the life that they lead. Um, What is your what is your takeaway on what it's like to be a queer person right now? Especially in Tennessee, Jesus Christ. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't really want to talk about Tennessee because <laughs> it's horrible. But I will say, <laughs> I will say that where I live in Nashville is remarkably blue and uh, a lovely safe space for queer people. So Good. I don't have a problem living here whatsoever. Um, I'm very happy. Do I go five miles outside of town? No, uh, but I. The city is great. Um, one of the biggest lessons I'm learning right now as a queer person is that healing does not happen in a vacuum and it happens in community. So by being able to share my story and talk about it with others, particularly in a capacity that is more vulnerable than I'm always comfortable with, uh, I have experienced a great deal of healing. So being queer right now means, uh, practicing by example, that what I'm talking about and trying to create a space where other people are encouraged to do the same thing. Uh, because I think that's where the true healing is going to come from. So that's kind of my little thing right now. That's what I'm I love doing. That. That's beautiful. Yeah. Abe, Thank 2024. You. Can you be president Abe, please? 2024. <laughs> Abe, if you're president, can I be vice president? Absolutely. Well, I'd rather you be, I, I really like being the VP of things. That's great. So, can I be president okay. and you be yeah, vice for president? Sure. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. The VP yeah. gets to travel more. The VP totally gets love that. More. I love I'm more that. of a veep dude. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'll run the world. It's fine. <laughs> cool. I'm okay cool. with it. <laughs> I love supporting powerful women. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. Uh, we love have it. absolutely enjoyed having you on. We absolutely. cannot wait to have you back. The song. Uh, make sure that you follow us on What's Your Position podcast at Instagram, wherever you get your podcast. Also follow us on YouTube. We also have a phone number where you can reach us, which is five one three uh six nine six nine sex that's a real number you can call us you can leave us a voicemail and we will listen to the voicemail on air and answer your questions you can also email me at what's your position podcast at gmail.com i have a very avid very dedicated fan who listens to all of our episodes he loved the mermaid fantasy episode He's wonderful. I love you. And I think that you're fantastic. So if you're listening to this episode, email me again. Tell me what you think of this one. We are going to be doing um, some really great upcoming episodes about ADHD and sex. Um, We've got some huge episodes coming out soon. We've got some episodes coming up about autism and sex, disability and sex. Um, So please make sure you stay tuned and listen. Download, like, and share. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, humans, stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy. What's Your Position podcast represents the opinions of Ashley Weller and her guests. 
The content here should not be taken as medical advice and is intended for education and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of error. Stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy.